If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30 day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. I want to end it all. Let me splatter. <laughs> Let me splatter? Yes. Now you know you should know this because Kia says this all the You won't Google it. I already tried to make sure it wasn't there. <laughs> Kia says this all the time. I mean, but Kia says a lot of things. I never know. Let me splatter. What is that from? <laughs> a bug's life? I want to end it all. Let me splatter. I want to end it all. Let me. If Kia is, if if Kia has a quote and it's not from the Bible, I don't know what it is. So (laughs) that was horrible. Mm, Splatterhouse, Sega Genesis. Yep. Kia consistently quotes Splatterhouse (laughs) from Sega Genesis. (laughs) Why don't you? I want to end it all. Let me splatter. Fine. Here we go. Um, they already got it. Thank you so much. Really? The people on your Instagram? Boom, I see two. Okay, well, screw those guys. Correct answers. (laughs) Great. A bug's life. That's actually a good joke. I mean, good joke. A good guess. Because what else? Splatter. They were always afraid of getting squished. Yeah, always. Um, all right. So, here. I'll do uh, an impersonation from... (laughs) Oh, am I getting another hint? This is great. (laughs) So sure. there are, there's music in it. So this is a musical. Yes. And this is one of my favorite parts from one of my favorite Is it songs. a Tyler Perry show? Oh, no, never mind. Just kidding. Wow. Fix your face. <laughs> Wait, so it's a... Here's an impersonation from my favorite part okay. of one of the best songs or I'm most ready. iconic songs from the film. Okay. Now, pay attention or you'll miss it. No, I'm listening. Oh! <laughs> Nigga... Are you serious? That's what you gave me? And oh, oh, I do that all the time. Okay. The muses? No. No, but I, uh, points to you for, <laughs> for that, because they are also iconic. Won't you let me live? <laughs> you know, I think by now it's just fun for people when I don't get it. I think they enjoy being mad at me about Does that. Does anybody know what that part is from specifically? Oh, my God. Do and I wish do- remember the part right before what she what is she saying right before she says that because then i would just give it to you Mm. but it's not as effective if i sing the part right after it well maybe it will be monty python what 
I'm sorry. I'm Googling to my best abilities. Okay. So Ensemble Clatcast, I'm pretty sure this came out in the 70s. Oh, no. 80s. 70s. A musical that came out in the 80s. 70s. Mm. Black people are in it. Yeah. Black people are in a musical from the 70s. The Wiz? Thank you. <laughs> when do they say I want to I want to splatter? Oh my gosh, when the when the line wanted to kill herself. Oh. When he was like I want to end it all on top of the building and oh. he was going to jump and they wouldn't let him. Yeah, that's now his I favorite part of the movie. <laughs> okay. And at the end when Diana Ross is singing at uh, home. Yeah. There's a part. How does the fuck? What is the line right before she makes that fucking face and says, oh. <laughs> I don't know. What is right before a world full of love? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Every time I think about home, I think about Jasmine Sullivan's version Me of too. it. I have to Google the lyrics. Isn't that awful? <laughs> okay, no, we have to actually because home I want to do whiz. this. Lyrics. Home lyrics. And I think We're getting in some. It's right I before because I know she goes, oh. Oh, world. (laughs) (laughs) You better go off. Like yours, like mine. Okay. And I've learned that we must look inside our hearts to find (laughs) a world full of love. Oh, and that's where you just, you make that noise instead. Okay. Well, all right. This is so unprofessional. Yeah, go us. Anyway, guys, we figured it out together. You know, it only took four minutes, but... I gave you the best clues. You really did Because didn't. I got tired, personally, of them coming for you. You could have done way... And I You could have done like, way more obvious clues. People are right. You were right. When you, you got s- to be seen green? Yes, actually. That is giving the movie away. Right. What is the... You, there's you no You could make there. it easier. You could. You don't want it to be easier. You want me to be challenged, and it's fine. I don't All mind of that this. work we did, please go watch The Wiz. Skip to home. I was going to say, I've seen Diana, The Wiz now. I love I've you. I've seen it. Miss Tracy, I love y'all. I love everybody over there. Evan, the mixed baby, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but that was so funny to me and always will be. Ah! All right. So, oh, I guess I'm turning this off. Your Instagram? Yeah, maybe you. Um, Unless you just want to give just give them the whole show on no. Instagram. So, uh, this week in Black Excellence, um, we're bringing back Mosiah Bridges. Uh, oh, I remember this name. Famous for Mo's Bows, mm. the young black man who started uh, designing his own bow ties at the age of nine. Well, he's 15 now. My God. The time flies. Jesus. Um, and he just signed a seven-figure deal with the NBA, um, giving his company the right to use their logos on its on their custom-designed mm. bow ties. Um, it says here on CBS News that he also plans to supply bow ties to every team in the NBA. Wow. Um, his mom is a single mom, and I love this quote from her. It says, it feels really good. What's even more important to me is that he's defying the odds of what a fashion designer looks like. He's been in Neiman Marcus and in Bloomingdale's with all these designers who are older white men. Mo, a young African-American man from Memphis, Tennessee, is doing amazing things at 15 years old. So, shout out to you, uh, 
Mo. Mm-hmm. We don't always do like recaps and things of Black Excellence because, like I said, I'm sure I've done him already. But uh, this was great. It's great to see not only uh, where things start or where they have been starting when you know you get to the coverage of it and stuff, but you know, also little updates because yeah. Mo wasn't like, oh, I just came here to play and do like one little article. I actually. I came to the business, right? So he said Russell Westbrook is his NBA style icon. I love that. So Google's (laughs) Russell. Wow, really? I know who he is. I don't know anything. You don't know anything about his his, the the things he wears (laughs) in games and then in the in the post game presses. Okay, I do now. Yeah, that's a it's a very widely discussed topic. So if Mo says Russell is his favorite, then it shall be, and it is. Russell takes risks. He does. Russell wears tight pants, short pants, yes. mixes prints. Fashion! <laughs> Florals and stripes, why not? Well, yes, I'm really excited about this. I think that it's dope, and the bow ties are actually really lavish and uh, fantastic. So, only up from here. Can't wait to see what happens next. You know, designing... Mm -hmm. Oprah's wardrobe or sky's the limit you know the next oceans Mm -hmm. 13 or whatever I don't know something fancy doing whatever bow ties for for Jay-Z and Sir's first like father son photo shoot or whatever you know you could really do anything so young congratulations speaking of that magic I guess we can't really put this in sick sad world because it's a great thing okay um Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until... You might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. 
But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. Beyonce waited until right after we did the show. Oh, my God. And in the middle of the black ass night. <laughs> she did. At like one in the morning to post lovely, well, one photo, one lovely, extravagant it's kind of like, like, you don't care about Pokemon, but you've got, like, Charmander. I know, yeah, I know Pokemon. And I then know eventually Charmander. they evolve mm-hmm. into a bigger, greater, more awesome. Like, this is the evolved form of the pregnancy announcement photo. Yes, with the floral wall and the arch and all right. that. Yeah. This is that in its uh, final form. And I, first of all, I just, I'll give you a little Sophia Petrillo picture Mm-hmm. Um, July 14th, 2017, yes. mm-hmm. uh, Harlem. <laughs> it was a dark night. <laughs> it was. It was humid. Um, I just happened to be on Instagram scrolling and I saw this picture and I looked up at who posted it and it said Beyonce. And then I was like, surely the bitch just posted this because... I'm so used to people seeing Beyonce do anything Mm -hmm. and then coming to me immediately. I can't think of the last time that Beyonce did something so amazing and I got it right from her and not from a friend of mine or one of my followers or somebody else. So the fact that I got to see it the way it was meant to be seen from the source, I was like, when did she? I looked down, the shit said nine minutes that's how blessed I was. You were on Instagram. The only thing, it really felt like I got it in my iMessage. Mm-hmm. The only thing that really would have been better than this is if she would have laminated the photo and sent it to me in like a gold envelope. Okay. In my own. Like I felt like Beyonce sent this to me personally. Mm-hmm. It was meant for for me to experience from her bosom. Yeah. Much like the twin angels that she's cradling in her bosom inside photograph (laughs) so i definitely felt like i got a notification on like the the hive wavelength like something said you need to look at instagram before you go to bed must have been what it was i think so it was just something in the air that night that said if you real you need to log on to instagram because your girl is cutting up and here she is uh, okay so spider-man has spidey senses Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. these are be beside (laughs) <laughs> well, you know, I felt like me and Beyonce are operating, you know, on a subconscious level, just communication with one another. Like, you it's really got to do the work. Yeah, you know. And so these kids, I mean, it, the thing about Beyonce is everything about her pregnancy seems to really irritate white women. And so I knew as soon as I saw Beyonce just standing there looking like badass bitch mother of the earth just cradling these two babies like it ain't nothing that white women would be pressed about it 
And they were white women, I don't and they think why Beyonce. Why do you have to set such a high standard? Beyonce makes moms look too glamorous, and she just had twins a month ago. For the last time, Beyonce is not your regular ass, dusty ass self. You can sit in your H and M clothes and eat chocolate all day and have breast milk and throw up and poop stains all over you because you are a regular ass mom. Beyonce is not. So just let her be different and better. But anything to hate and on these you kids. Know, exactly. If she would have been like, anything. if she would have took that photo in like a garage with them kids in her lap and a solo cup in her left hand. Oh lord! Been like so excited. The girls really been Beyonce. Like, really, this is what you're doing. This is how you celebrate the gift and the miracle of motherhood. Beyonce doesn't care about motherhood. <laughs> Beyonce's just using these twins. It would have been no matter what she does, y'all would have been mad about it. So. Hmm, whatever let her live um so sir carter and Rumi, one month mm-hmm. today is what she posted so i felt like that caption was to let us know that um you will refer to this child as sir carter there's no sir <laughs> You know, it's Rumi and it is Sir Carter. It's not Rumi and Sir Carter. It's not Sir and Rumi Carter. It is Sir Carter. So Rumi is... And Rumi. What is it when you're only known by one name? Eponymous? Is that what Rumi is? Rumi is I am Rumi. No Carter necessary. No middle name. Just, it is I. I am Rumi. (laughs) People just started calling Blue Blue and not Blue Ivy. And people, a lot of people still say Blue Ivy. Mm, I think I do. I think think I still probably do back and forth. Sometimes it's blue, sometimes it's blue ivy. This child's name is Sir Carter. And this caption to me was to let you know Mm -hmm. that you will be calling him Sir Carter. (laughs) Yes. I will be calling him little boy if you don't put that shit down. (laughs) (laughs) But you (laughs) will refer to my child. (coughs) This is royal title. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I live. I do too. I mean, Beyonce really does no wrong as far as I'm concerned. But just the whole, I, I think I was just so overwhelmed with gratitude because you didn't have to do it so soon. I didn't think she would. I'm thinking this. It'll be Christmas, bitch. And we gonna get like the twins crawling around or some shit. Like, oh, Merry Christmas from She's the cars. Excited. Things are crazy over here. But yeah, you know, that's my girl. Anything she wants to do, anything she does, I'm fully behind it and for it. So or. What's way more likely is that she's just beyond saying it, which is that she had always had the plan that she was going to do this, um, this pregnancy this announcement shoot, yeah. this way and that it was going to turn into. So she came around and was like, all right, it's been a month. This has been loads of fun. All right. Now, <laughs> phase two. It was yeah. way more. I'm sure it had a lot less to do with like, OK, you guys can have it now. You girls can go. it. All right. And more so like. This is what I plan to do the whole time. Yeah. And I don't really care if y'all see these pictures. Right, I was going to say, I don't think I don't think she's making decisions based off, like, whether the hive is thirsty or desperate for information from her. Us. Right, no, no. What, if Beyonce gave a shit about us, she would be giving notice when she went on tour or dropped albums or anything like that. She don't give a fuck about how we feel, but you just didn't have to share anything, Queen. Right. You didn't have to give I us one thing. Anything. And so just this seeing thing. their little brown selves and they're so small and I'm like Lord if they are a month old that means they were even unless you do you think that is a newborn picture or that is a they're a month old picture 
which I doubt my that she is still took a newborn, that picture but around the time that she posted it. I'm I mean, sure she took it. Yeah, probably maybe a few weeks after. I don't know how much infants grow in like a month, but I know three months is when they start to look like people. Three months is usually when I think that infants are no longer ugly. Although Same. I would never say that or think that about Beyonce. That children. was the nicest way of me saying that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, something about the uterine kind of, juice and all that. Everything fills out and smooths out and it goes to... Like yeah. three months is when I can look at a baby and be like, you look like this person or that person or wherever else. Mm. When babies come out and they're like a fresh three hours old and niggas be like, you look just like your daddy. I'm like, they look just like a raisin. Like, there's nothing. One of them looks just like they daddy. No, one of these, the one <laughs> closest to the right is yeah, a little tiny That is Jay-Z. Jay-Z right. Absolutely. <laughs> I said the same thing. But I mean, how you can't, those genetics, are, yeah. you can see them from a mom. Right. I mean, the blue looks so much like her daddy, too. Right. So I'm just happy for her, man. Happy for them. It seems like Beyonce's in the place, you know, where she's happy and, and doing the things she wants to do. So whatever the queen wants, I'm for I'm just excited on how all of this is going to be incorporated into the artistry and the magic of the stage. Because I just know it's going to be like, it's going to be so mm-hmm. extra. You hated on material. uteruses over deuteruses, but I feel like Blue and Rumi are going to, they're going to come through with some, some real flames, some real <sighs> fire for y'all's black asses. Oh my goodness. It's just a matter of time. If Rumi sings and Blue raps. Yeah, I mean, because she could Sir freestyle. All, right. all she needs is to actually write her lyrics, and it's over. Sir Carter is going to be the producer of drums, bass, that hmm. sort of thing. Well, congratulations to you, Beyonce. Yeah, I love starting the show on positive notes. Being a mother of three. How many? Did she got 11 or 12 million likes on this damn picture? Did she break Four point something million oh at this point, God. I think, Insane. is what I just saw. But yeah, congrats on being an awesome mom of all of these kids and... Not to mention all of these. Oh, I forgot she posted some more pictures. I was about to be like, what the fuck? Oh, no, but she did post a picture like smooth, what, maybe a day or so after that. Yeah. Just, you know, heading out, just, just hanging out with cute, no stomach. You know? Just being me again. <laughs> I mean, right, right. Like she, you had twins a month ago. You, you had, look like you were a six. <laughs> had an F350 in uh, your belly. And now, just, uh, you know. 9.7 million likes on the picture of these kids. Month later, no stomach. Wow. Ah, oh, they are so cute. Their little brown faces. Ugh, I don't know why I clicked back on it again. So, where did she get this big purple and blue thing? How do where, where can I find oh, one of those? I forgot who it. Uh, I saw who the name makes of the that? designer. Oh, too. that is gorgeous. I don't know. And her little matching blue panties. Oh, I'm so for this. All right. Anyway, have fun with that, girl. Um. So, in the actual sick sad world, mm-hmm. um, there may still be good news in here, but not. Good I kind of doubt that. About. Right. Um. So let's start with um, as good as it's going to get. First of all, uh, Kim Zolciak is officially coming back to Real Housewives of Atlanta, um, but maybe not full time. Uh, here's the caption she posted. Finally, after many months of negotiations, I'm happy and excited to confirm that as, as of today, my deal is done. I'm coming to play with the ladies over at Houseflies of Atlanta. However, since you've all made my own show such a huge success, really didn't know it was still on. I've decided. I've decided to continue to carry that instead of carrying a peach. See you soon, bitches. Hashtag can't wait. Two shows, same network. Blessed. See you at least half the season and more than a 
more than a friend, less than full time. So this seems like she couldn't get a peach or just didn't want to because her Don't Be Tardy show is just... So Don't Be Tardy is still on the air? I guess. I thought it was just wedding specials. So somebody really follows around Kim and our kids. Oh, no. I mean, she can't yell at Sweetie anymore, so... I mean, she's had probably two or three more since I last paid attention to her. I I get what she's saying. I think this is good for both Kim and viewers of Real Housewives of Atlanta. Yes. Like, obviously, you need the money. I think her man is out of the NFL or hasn't been signed to another team or whatever yet. But also, you are. it's good for you to be around enough to stir up some shit and then go the fuck away. (laughs) Like, no storyline, no dedicated screen time for Kim Zosiak. You just come through and make sure everybody's arguing and mad tossing an n-word or something and then you get the fuck out she looks like a possessed barbie in this particular photograph like the one that she posted to announce this she looks a lot like if a barbie doll had i don't know whatever annabelle had in that movie i don't know she just looks evil she's one of those girls who always felt ugly and then did way too much with the plastic surgery with Hazel like e? Okay. Well, yes, actually. Great example. But did way too much with the face, the hair, the titties, all of it. Too much makeup, just excess all over the place. But Farrah Abraham? Why? See, why is it that examples just float so freely to the top? (laughs) It's like all these girls. It's the same formula. But whatever, Kim. Also, new things coming to television from Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey's... (laughs) Tell me you You're saw not this. laughing at what we're gonna get there. Like how I said Mariah Carey and I knew you were going to laugh at that before I even got to the story. This isn't even what we're gonna talk about. Because Mariah's goals. Mariah Carey doesn't work anymore. <laughs> And by doesn't work, I mean she doesn't try. She doesn't work and her limbs don't work even. <laughs> she, you know, she just shows up. She shows up, she makes sure that they, you know, got her stockings on. And I gotta watch this video. Waved okay. that hair out. So Mariah's coming to TV, okay. Well, not necessarily. Oh, a show, not. a scripted drama based on her life uh, coming up as a biracial 19-year-old, mm-hmm. a 16-year-old, I'm sorry, uh, aspiring singer-songwriter in 86 New York City. That sounds fun. Written by Nina Coleman of Mahogany. The cards? What? I'm assuming the film. Oh, of course. <laughs> Not the Hallmark imprint. I was like, wow, so that might actually be pretty good. You know, but the cards she, maybe, are thoughtful. Uh, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> those, those are some pretty good cards. I'm just saying. So this is in development over at Stars. Um, side note, you need to be watching Power. Well, I already watched Your Thrones, so... Well, at least Power's got less blood. I mean, not a whole... Well, yes, actually, a whole lot less. There's still some violent moments, but you can definitely handle Power. It's so good. Okay, well, maybe I will then. Now, don't let the acting... uh, (laughs) Don't let the acting put you off Don't let that deter me. (laughs) Yeah, no. Not everyone's bad. Um, Not everyone's good. Not everyone is good, but that's most shows. That's most shows. Everybody's got their strengths and their weaknesses. Mm-hmm. The end of the day, you give it a shot. Probably won't 
like many of the characters. The point is, it's a good I'll watch story. it before it's next week. It's really well. I'll watch it. Um, and I like it a lot. And I hate Angela. It's niggatry, right? It's it's 50 Cent and, and black shit. Yes, but 50 Cent is really not like the heart of the show. 50 Cent, you know, managed to make sure that he got a really great part. Mm-hmm. That would be really easy for him to play. And he's very good at it. Okay. But the show is great just because it's one of those dramas. Betrayal and lust. Do I need to start it from the beginning? Probably. Damn. Yeah. I mean, why wouldn't you want to? Because, I, I mean, I remember watching a couple shows a long time order. ago. but <laughs> See, that's what I love about Law & Order. Same. That is what I love. Doesn't matter <laughs> You can what just season. pick it up whenever. Turn it on. Meanwhile, everybody's judging me because my first episode of Game of Thrones was the, the, the season seven one. But... I feel like if the show is about to end, I'm coming at the perfect time to be watching it. No, girl. You should do what I, what I do when the show is about to end. That's when I start from the beginning. But I don't want to watch it from the beginning because that was what kept me from watching it in the first place. The fact that people are always like, oh, man, so many people died. Oh, no, my fave died. Oh, no, lots so, of women got raped this episode. Like, no. No, they still going to kill. And-, and that's when I'll stop watching it. So next week. Maybe. (laughs) But everybody said, you ain't going to make it through the whole first episode. But I did. Nothing really too bad happened. luckily for you, (laughs) nothing crazy happened this this episode. And I imagine that means that they're going to go insane soon. Because I don't even think this is a full Mm -hmm. 10 episodes this season. Winter is coming, nigga. Winter is here. Winter is fucking here. Winter is here. The coldest winter. You don't know what that means. And the North has not forgotten. What have they not forgotten? The things that were perpetrated against them. The things y'all did to Khaleesi, Daenerys, Targaryen. Mother That's of... what. Mother of dragons. Okay. Yes, I do know that part. Seven episodes. Because oh Jay-Z bought Beyonce a dragon egg. That's why I know that. <laughs> I told you ages ago that this is her favorite show. Yeah, and so that's why I thought maybe I should get into it. But you Beyonce know, maybe Beyonce has a, a an iron stomach, <laughs> and I just so can't exciting. do it. I love that Beyonce loves that show. Iron Thrones. It. Episode three is called The Queen's Justice. So I don't know what that, that's going to be in. I don't know. Is Sensei a queen? Cersei? Cersei? Who? Cersei? C-E-R-S-E-I. Is she a queen? Cersei is a queen. Cersei's a queen. Mm, maybe it's her revenge. Or but Khaleesi is too, right? So maybe sort it's Ka- mm, so maybe it's hers. Is Arya a queen? No. Damn. That's she too doesn't bad. need to be because Arya's a badass. She's a, a bad bitch. That opening honestly, scene, I was like, uh, why am I not into this show? <laughs> I think she's gonna kill Cersei. Oh, is she? I do. I think that she's going to... Here's the thing about Game of Thrones, and it's torturous and also one of the best parts about it. The writers um, don't care about us Mm -hmm. or what we want. They do what they want, and they do what they feel like makes a great story. Right. And so they're not going to really do what you would expect for them to do a lot of the time, which is why I'm like 90% sure they're going to kill Daenerys. Maybe not this season. Maybe they'll wait till the next season since I heard that might be the last, or season nine might be the last. But she gonna die just because of how many people love her and want her to be queen. If not, I win. But if she does die, <laughs> I saw it coming and I won't be as depressed. But I could see Arya doing all of that work, being blind momentarily, which you would know about if you watched it. I don't wanna. And coming back, you know, and being sickening and having, you know. Well, is she a shapeshifter? How does she look like that man in the beginning? They trained her with uh, some secret art of pretending to be niggas. So it's not like she's a she doesn't like have powers, mm-hmm. but she knows some secret ancient art in order to 
be someone else okay, basically and sure. she can use that to her advantage some old niggas taught her how to do it so she was nobody <laughs> at one point because she was everybody oh. but it was all done in an effort to get revenge oh yeah on Cersei and the rest of the what's Cersei's last name Cersei Cersei they said it in the premiere more than once Cersei Lannister Lannister okay so Lannister. she's gonna fuck them up because of what they did to That's right. the when North. You, when you play the Game of Thrones, you win or die. Did you just read a tagline? I mean, actually, Cersei Lannister quotes. It was like the first suggested Google <laughs> Google results. So <laughs> well, <laughs> there is no middle ground. The North shall rise again. Thrones. It's going to get very vicious on there and you'll never watch it again. But I think okay. that you can make it through a power... Um, Mostly niggas just getting a shot on there, mm-hmm. which isn't so bad. Well, I mean, Insecure is coming back, so I won't have any TV worries at all. <laughs> they don't minute. have, Insecure may not have uh, <coughs> blood and violence, but they do have some violent fucking. They <laughs> so. Some very graphic sexual intercourse going down on that show. Um, <laughs> I'm totally here for it. Wait till y'all see the first episode, nigga. Like, wow. So Are they anyway. going to be, we'll talk about it later. Okay. So next on the list of... Uh, Mariah Carey is awake. Usher. So we did not, we are not going to talk about Mariah Carey in this performance that she gave. Oh, I thought we did. No. So wait, where was that? <laughs> right. Well, I, was It can't be Vegas. She doesn't have like a Vegas re- residency, right? She's I don't not know on tour she has, or anything. I don't think she has a residency. I think she's anymore. been doing shows because somebody tweeted me and was like, she's I was always a, performing somewhere. I was at a Mariah show last weekend and she did the exact same thing. <laughs> and it was great. We all lived for it. See, that's why she does it because nobody, like her fans who are the ones coming out to see them shits anyway, <laughs> don't Mama care. Mama is not even bending. I loved this <laughs> so much. <laughs> Y'all have to Google it or something. This clip of Mariah Carey doing it's honey, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Shout out to Mariah for sticking with the sailor theme for every performance oh, of this song my since God. it came out. Since the video. Mariah's been performing this song for like 19 years. And Maybe has that's why she ain't once. doing shit because she's tired of it. <laughs> bitch, ain't no water around here. God damn it, bitch. Y'all ain't never been on a boat in your It's life. always the video playing in the background and a bunch of fucking sailors. And Mariah's like, I've done these moves too many times. Oh, this is in Vegas, I think. Oh, uh, well, Okay. Either way, she was just up there. I'm like, just so I'm I'm really I admire the dedication to sticking to doing as little as possible and still getting your fucking money. No one can, like they who's gonna stop her? Don't care. They were watching her like I probably would have been in that audience just laughing and mm-hmm. yassing because <laughs> that is the yes Mariah stand Mariah there. is celebrated for being a diva. What is more diva than being up on stage acting like you don't care about being there? (laughs) That's true. (laughs) What is more diva than just being like, I know y'all paid to see a show? While men literally sweat their eyebrows off and lift you (laughs) up off of them. And you just laid there and gave like a smile and then they picked you right back. (laughs) Like these niggas are like out there dedicated. She did nothing. She did nothing. I love it. Popping blood vessels, dancing so fucking I really hard. just want to, like, mm. I want to get there. I want to get to that place in my life. I just, you niggas made me put power on pause. 
And just couldn't let me finish the last 15 minutes. Me and Monroe were braiding our My Little Pony hair. And then y'all were like, Mariah, your show. And I was like, okay, girl. And so here I am. She really was just like, there's there's a million more things I could be doing than performing for you people. But thanks for the check. <sighs> Who doesn't want to be there in life? What a woman. Usher Raymond. Um, Yikes. He's having a week. You know what? Did you say leak? I didn't. Oh, I thought you said <laughs> I did not. Okay. Then I won't then I won't make that joke. Weak is the word I use. Okay, got you. Weak. Got you. You know what? Let's save that for later. Oh gross. Um, Nicki Minaj and ex-boyfriend Safari had oh. words for each other via the internet. Um, so Safari, I guess, is still going forward with this lawsuit. Uh, he has out against Miss Minaj. Uh, he wants to be properly compensated for all of his work. Okay. That he is done with Nikki for her career throughout the eight, nine years or whatever she's been out. Uh, Nicki Minaj said, fuck that, apparently. Uh, mm-hmm. Suck a big dick. <laughs> and I'm not doing it. Stay on my face. Don't call me again. Paraphrasing. Um, it's my money. And I need it now. <laughs> but I need to keep it. So one of her old rap uh, affiliates, Seven, or Seven Up, a nigga from Brooklyn or Queens. Okay. Uh, I guess it would make more sense if he were from Queens. And he used to be in the group Hood Stars. Mm-mm. That. Nope. <laughs> nope. No <laughs> nope. idea where that's from. Okay. I mean, I don't really know. They had like a couple of songs and videos and stuff, but I never had heard of Hood Stars before I heard of Nikki. I just knew who they were because she used to be in that group. Mm. So um, he had been doing some videos with Vlad TV. Um, <laughs> and in one of the recent ones, he pulled out some letters that he says are allegedly from Safari, where he writing him when he was locked up. Mm. Um, and Safari basically thanked him in these letters for uh, all of his work as Safari's writer. <laughs> this is Lou Star or Seven Up? Seven Up. Got you. So, who? I googled the group real quick. <laughs> I don't know who that other one was. <laughs> Loose Star. He has a, the the S in Loose Star is a dollar sign. What else would it be? <laughs> <laughs> of course it is. I just want to make. I'm sure surprised this know. seven isn't a damn dollar sign somehow. Um. Oh, but I'm not surprised it is a seven. Seven mm-hmm. even up. That's a given. <laughs> Why wouldn't it just be? You know what? Never mind. Who am I to question? Because S doesn't actually do that. Like it's not even. Almost. But that's what, right, like a seven, if but, I was just to look at this, I would be like seven. I mean, I know yeah. niggas, so, you know, seven right. up, but it, it is not, <laughs> you know what, creativity, let people It's better than be XXX ten, 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 Who is ten, that? Ten, ten, Who ten, is XXX ten, Tenashin? Tentation. <laughs> what? Triple X Tenashin. I don't know. <laughs> These kids got to do I better. I hate that one. <laughs> I hate that one. <laughs> I just don't know what the fuck you trying to say to me. <laughs> I hate them. I remember when my friend uh, told me about Lil Uzi Vert for the first time, like maybe <laughs> two sweet heats ago. And I was like, God bless you. What Keep were you talking from about? Keep that from me. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, zone height. Are you all right? Girl, are you sick? You need some. You need some. <laughs> Little Uzi Vert. I'm so confused. I'm sorry. I thought you were sneezing. Right. Could you rephrase? Oh, you needed a tissue. All right. So. Some Sudafed. Something. 
So he posts this video. I mean, he does this interview with Vlad. He's talking about how he was basically Safari's uh, ghostwriter, and he has proof in these letters or whatever that he pulls out. Okay. Um, and then he posts it on his Instagram, of course. Here's the caption. Hashtag exposed. Oh, Lord. Hashtag safari letter asking me to write for him. He never wrote for Nicki Minaj. The proof is in the pudding. Laughing emojis. Hmm. Nicki Minaj, I'm done with this clown. Safari, he should have never opened his mouth. Again, silence. Happy Mother's Day. The hashtags and the ads do weird things for me when I'm reading. I might be like, I'm sure I'm a little dyslexic. Um, well, that's okay. You but know, it's do your best. Because like, I don't know if it's like starting or stopping. And then you also like... <laughs> You I know. mean, is it you or is it the way the nigga wrote it? It's a mixture of both. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Anyway, uh, ne- he should have never opened his mouth. Again, silence. Happy Mother's Day, girly. All right. Drop the lawsuits and live your life. Pop a bottle to that Vlad TV. Thanks for the look. So under this, po- this photo, Nicki Minaj posts the following comments. <laughs> she likes the picture. Of course. And says... Uh, he can throw dirt on a woman who took care of him, but won't respond to you like a man, huh? Niggas only know how to say my name for a little extra airtime, but never respond to grown men. They won't put up this interview on the blogs because they don't fuck with Vlad. Laugh emojis. Since when do blogs not fuck with Vlad? I've never. I've seen that name so many times I thought it was V-Lad. <laughs> So uh, <laughs> you the, thought it was V-Lad? Remember that time? Oh, I think it did. was a live show, and everybody was like, "Wrong yes, name." I do remember that because I remember <laughs> the whole audience saying was to like, you, "Fuck is wrong with you?" I said, "Bitch, she has a show on loudspeakers." Um, yeah, you didn't have to bring that part back up. Thank you so much for rubbing it in, friend. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I just I'm saying, like, I've never known that person's show to be like ignored or anything. He's like more that. known for the interviews than he is for like himself. It's like, and that makes. Somebody said something crazy. Where on this on Vlad? Like mm, that's gotcha. kind of it. Like his individual opinions, even his appearance. Many people probably don't even know what he looked like. Mm-hmm. So, so did the stuff that Seven Up Ghost wrote for <laughs> Safari was that? Then did he then pass that on to Nikki? That's what I don't understand. I I'm lost. Okay. I don't know. Like, are you saying that you wrote for him? And he the stuff that she performed, or just something else? Or are you trying to say that this nigga couldn't have possibly written anything for Nikki because you used to write? That's what I'm saying. Like that 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 is not a statement that makes sense. You can't be like, oh, he's exposed. I did some ghostwriting for him. Like, okay, but that doesn't mean that he didn't do it for her. So I don't really understand what the connection is supposed to be there. But I feel like Nikki was. If not behind it, when she saw it, it was like somebody popped a battery into her back. Like, yeah, for sure. Here's my moment to just go ahead and attack this nigga and be like, oh, well, he'll do this, but you won't do that. Da, da, da. Like, okay, I don't really. I'm sure she's still in contact with this man. I'm sure she pays a couple of little bills for him or something, I would just assume. And I just I think it's interesting that. This same guy not too long ago was also on Vlad's show talking about how he robbed a nigga one time and Nicki Minaj was <laughs> okay. the getaway driver. Oh, that was him. I and remember hearing about that. I don't think she said anything about that. Hmm, right. She so this is just... Double tapped. Right. Left a comment. I don't think she mentioned that at all because why would you? But this, oh yes, absolutely. I've got so much to say now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Safari responded on Twitter by saying, I don't need you for airtime. I'm on VH1. <laughs> Because you're her ex. So you kind of do. And a coconut oil connoisseur. 
<laughs> oh, in case I got the game fucked up. <laughs> you right. Working with such um such aspiring legends like <laughs> Chanel West Coast. And, I forgot um, you was doing big shit. Hazel E. And uh what's her name? The other one who is a little bit prettier, but not really. She looks real plastic. Miss Nikki, baby? Yes, her. Miss Nikki, baby. I don't need you for every time I'm on VH1. Plus, they just started reruns and the new season about to start. So I think my airtime will be flying. This is so sad. I'm in syndication. I I got my own and don't need nobody for shout outs or a platform. I'm good. Now off to this photo shoot. Photo shoot spelled with an F instead of a P. Um, Photo shoot. Fit to New York, then Jamaica. Locals be quiet. Um, um, okay. And I guess, you know, I guess that was the... This is stupid. You know, I think the whole ghostwriter conversation, like I said, is still dumb. Oh, there's more. I mean, does anybody really think Nikki wrote every single last one of her lyrics? I don't get... No, really get the argument behind this. That's what I'm saying. They're the not even particularly stupid. great lyrics, right? <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's like the whole point of having a ghostwriter is is having someone who will write stuff for you, and nobody knows that. So right. most of the time, you won't have anything to back up what you're saying anyway. Mm-hmm. So if someone even comes out with like, "Oh yeah, I used to write for Nicki Minaj. I used to write for Drake. I used to write for Kendrick Lamar, or whatever, or I do, or." If you don't, like, how are you going? It's right. all going to be hearsay. And so for something like that. That's the whole point. One of the most common ways that rappers use to discredit each other. It's kind of silly. It's like one of the first things you can say when you don't like another rapper when you beef and Oh, bitch, you don't even write your stuff. We'll never know if that's true or not. Mm-hmm. So what is the point of, of us even sitting here and dwelling on it? Nikki's got a different situation because she actually got a nigga trying to take money from her right. for this. I get it. But Safari was also, I mean, it's not a secret that he's been in the studio with her ever since the beginning. Mm-hmm. It's not a studio that he was at. I mean, it's not a studio. It's not a secret <laughs> that he was was active in writing and stuff like that. I've never believed that Safari wrote an out-and-out full verse for Nicki Minaj. But like I said, when it comes to things like, you know, hooks, a couple punchlines, maybe a metaphor, introducing you to producers, coming up with such-and-such beat, doing ad-libs and blah, 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 I'm sure that he had something to do with that. Now, is that worth Whatever money it is he's trying to get from you, only a judge can decide that. <laughs> but all of this back and forth of, oh, I got letters in prison and and you you don't like me because I'm a woman or, you know, I'm, I used to take care of you and you'll only talk to me like this and not It's just, it's so dumb. Let the courts handle this shit and just get off the internet about it. Now, see, I feel like niggas care more about the court of Instagram. That's true. Or the court of Twitter than they do about, like, the court of law. Yes. (laughs) Niggas care way more about who commented what. What did that caption say? (laughs) (laughs) The honorable baller alert. I hate you. (laughs) Like, girl, let the white people who you pay to take care of this, take care of it. I don't have nothing to say on the internet about that. My lawyer's got that. That ain't none of y'all business. Don't sit up here now and try to act like Safari never did anything for you. I doubt he wrote, like, whatever your best verses are, probably a lot of your worst. He didn't have anything to do with penning Mm -hmm. any of it. But I'm sure he was active in something when it comes to, you know, developing the creative side of your solo projects and probably some guest stuff, too. So... 
At this point, it's about whether or not I should pay you for that. Right. I think it's just a question of how much money. Right. <laughs> He's probably going to get less than what he wants, but Certainly. more and than what she would like to get give. Less right. Whatever it is he wants. I mean, also that, because, you know, niggas. And I don't really know who wrote what. And I don't even, I'm not even trying to take nothing away from Nikki. I just don't care for this to be hashed out on Instagram timelines this as opposed to like seriously though can somebody just go to court like can y'all just go to the courthouse and t- and handle this I guess this was the one that she she usually just does you know the liking she likes the stands uh, oh, but she, oh yeah but I guess this one has been boiling her oval team bitch because <laughs> she <laughs> showed up live and direct she liked a tweet from uh, one of her fan pages that said uh Azealia confirms that while she wanted Safari to write for her, it turns out she had to write for him because he didn't have the ability. And then it shows oh, some quote from Azealia Banks at the time. They actually did work on a song together. And I guess when they did something for him, she wrote his verse for him. So Nikki liked that tweet. Of course she did. <laughs> which blew my mind. Um, Speaking of Azealia, this thing with Iggy Azealia. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, don't you? You didn't hear that? <laughs> Did you think? You the one brought her up. I actually forgot all about it until you said her name. This story is about Nicki Minaj. Mm, but then you said Azealia. Because and it so, was part into the story. Azealia Banks and Iggy Azealia, <laughs> I'm just going to do that, <laughs> are evidently working on a song together. This was announced, I think, maybe it was right after we got out the... Azealia was on Twitter one day fucking around and just talking about random shit as she always mm. does and in that said me and Iggy should do a, a song together and pull everybody's wigs off girl it's been enough time you know you want to and blah 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 and I guess that's how it ended up working out I I mm. I really will be shocked if this song sees the light of day. I'm surprised that neither one of them has said something to offend the other and fuck it all up by now Azealia specifically yeah I'm I'm shocked that they have not taking the opportunity to shit on each other yeah but it's only a matter of time i <laughs> really don't about that is the truth <laughs> it's, it's really gonna happen i just Woo. secondly digital distortion might be the worst album name i have ever fucking it's really, heard uh, it's iggy azalea i mean why would you call your album digital distortion do you know what distortion sounds like <laughs> hey everybody just want you to know when you press play on my record it's gonna be a bunch of distorted bullshit like digitally track after track that you don't want to hear distortion doesn't there's nothing about that is appealing i don't know what she was thinking about but they both you know need it you know if uh, what would be what would have anybody if there's a song by zillia banks or iggy azalea two artists that a lot of people would probably never take the time out of their day to actually go and listen to yeah what would make them listen Uh to each other besides actually now don't do two one two what would make them actually play it besides these two being the one like I think a lot of people even motherfuckers who hate them will go and listen to this song just to hear what it sounds like buy it maybe not probably not no definitely not but it's not gonna be on the album either so I wanna hear Azalea's part I still like her as a rapper I don't really care what comes out of Iggy Azalea's mouth no shade apparently she started a a podcast but then she deleted the episode already who? Azalea she just uploaded it but it's gone Bruja de Block, de Bloke. I think that's her name on SoundCloud. Oh uh, well, she uploaded it, but it's gone from SoundCloud now. So probably for the best. Pro- honestly, like, probably so. <laughs> like, 
the less that she said, it's just I, she just the be less like you say fighting to just expel all of these opinions and just say the first thing that comes to her mind all the time. We never. I need like that. it nice and silent. A couple of little kikis here and there, maybe just harmless ones. Put out a song and do your best from here on out, girl. That's how I feel about her. Keep it on the lowest of lows, Iggy. Just, just. I don't care what you do. If you <laughs> like, feel, if Azalea, I really don't care. If Azalea feels it in her spirit to say something disparaging about another artist or another black woman or whatever, she should just really take that time to log the fuck off and not do it. Like I just, I feel like for a while there, it was nonstop fuck ups on Azalea Banks's part, and ninety eight percent of it could have been alleviated had she just not been on the internet. She be high and just. I mean, who don't rambling, be high though? But who don't be high though? So I mean, she's just like. <laughs> I love when you mouth things. <laughs> You're such a bitch. <laughs> no, you know why? Because we would be like, uh, Crystal laugh is too much. Crystal be laughing all hard. She don't even be that funny. You that is niggas, a lit. I, all you I niggas don't understand see, because I be sitting here looking at this fool's face every week. Mm-mm, is oh my mm-mm. gosh, Crystal's laugh. I love it. So I mean, much. no, people I've say never seen anyone. People say, say that. Oh well, they. Why would they tell you that? <laughs> Oh, come on, crazy. No, because no, because it's me whose laugh is getting all their nerves. They'd be like, oh, you be laughing at nothing. Like, no. Look at this fool's face, which y'all can't see, obviously, but he be in here making the craziest facial expressions. Anyway. Mouthing shit. <laughs> what I was saying was... See? You're not gonna get me. Yeah, no. I mean, uh, she just... I, I understand and I, I feel like you should be able to say what you want to eat. And, and I, I actually admired the fact that she was like, I'm going to do whatever I I want to as an artist and I'm just going to go full forth with my music thing. But I also don't want to be tied down into like the like the industry way of don't talk about your peers or you can't say this or I can't say I don't like that song or I can't say I don't feel this artist. But then it was like, okay, when you calling people slurs, are you just saying stuff out of absolutely nowhere? Telling a 12-year-old she need to get her titties done or whatever. Like, like and, then, and a lot of this is you like rebelling because people have, you know, look at you as this like villainous, wild, crazy little girl that don't nobody care about. And so rather than... Rather than kicking back and be like, I'm going to show y'all bitches that I can... You, mm, you think that I'm just a loose cannon and stuff? I'm going to mm, watch. I'll show you, host. I'll show you. I'm pulling it together. Now what? And I'm going to be shady in my group chat on you bitches still. <laughs> and as soon as I win a Grammy or some other award, I'm going to go up there and I'm going to point at every bitch I hate. And I'm going to say how I feel about them then. But until then, I'm going to be quiet and classy. And you girls can't take it. Like, I hate making people feel like... When they have like negative opinions about me, unless it's just something I can't control. I hate like making people feel like, yeah, I knew it. I saw that shit coming. Mm. Or, mm, yeah, so like you. Like, I just like to keep people yeah. on their toes. No, nigga, you don't know what's like me. You, you don't, don't know what's coming. I'm unpredictable. That's you right, bitch. bitch. <laughs> like, <laughs> you so. can't track my moves, ho. You can't predict where I'm going. I enjoy her being, you know, quite silent because I still really like her music, but mm-hmm. I'm. Hmm. I'm sitting waiting for the day this song is done or comes out or whatever. And she's like, Iggy Azalea is a fake ass bitch. She'll never be Trina. And the only reason I did the song in the first place, bitch, is because I try to do a favor for your kangaroo loving ass or something like, like she's, 
I see it because that's her. So, do you think they'll go to the studio together, or will it just be Hell like no. I sent her the verse? I think she said that that Iggy sent her the song, and she's going to do it, and she's excited about it. And if it ends up coming out, and it's a good thing for both of them, cool for her for Azalea because again, mm-hmm. I like her music. Yeah, no, I get it, but. I just knowing them and all that has been said between the two of them, I just right? won't be surprised if even if the song gets done. This little truce. <laughs> just Not even like a real genuine either, bitch. It was more so like, both of girl, like, we might as well do a song together. We ain't doing shit. <laughs> like, Niggas is mad at both of us. We might as well come together. <laughs> right. So if the song's cute, uh, cute, but yeah, well, we'll see. not waiting with bated breath. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't have high all. expectations for this so, at all. But good luck with that. Sure. Last but not least... Oh no, that's not even last or but not least. Oh, I was gonna Can say, just skip, is it Usher no, and the Leaky Dick? Just to talk about Usher, but we still have to talk about the other bitch. So Usher, um, oh, so he's not even being sued. He allegedly paid one point one million dollars to settle a lawsuit with a stylist who was also apparently friends. Or he was, she was Tamika's. A bridesmaid, his ex. No, are that's you serious? Um, wow, ooh. bitch, that's dirty. Mm. So she was suing him for knowingly uh, passing herpes onto her. When was this? Was it when he, when he and Tamika were still married? It says on New York Daily News, the documents were published uh, Wednesday by Radar, but they appear to date. Late 2012. Mm, 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 mm. Um, it says he was diagnosed with herpes in either 2009 or 2010, according to the court papers. So not that long ago. Wait. But oh, herpes, it doesn't always clear up. Oh, yeah, no. No, it's a, like, it's a forever thing. Yeah, for sure. Got it. But nonetheless, he had unprotected sex with the claimant without confessing. They did not have to do that. <laughs> Y'all are so petty. Like, whoever, who wrote this? The Clement. Joey, I don't know how to say it. Joe, whatever your last name is, you lucky it's, it's long and probably Jewish. But that Can't was petty. Say that word. <laughs> he had unprotected sex without confessing that he was carrying the virus. <laughs> oh, I like that. No, it's totally genius. That's the type of shit I would do. Me as well. I love it. <laughs> Um, I love that. So it's not that this is currently happening, but apparently he settled by paying this woman the one point one million, mm-hmm. and uh, the documents, quote unquote, surfaced this week, and that's how the girls know. Wow. So as I said, I would be asking for a solid and expeditious refund. <laughs> <laughs> Because I thought when I gave you this money, that meant nobody was ever going to find out about this. No, you giving me this money meant that I was going to leave your ass the fuck alone and scratch on a beach somewhere. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I didn't say nothing about keeping no secrets. Yeah. So 2012 is a couple years, I guess, after he got divorced or at least after Raymond versus Raymond came out. So what's Raymond versus Raymond? Raymond versus Raymond is the album he put out about him and Tamika's divorce right after he left. Get it? Like Raymond versus Raymond, like court papers. Everything that happened after Confessions is a blur to me. Uh, well, that's real because Confessions was such a huge moment. But I remember Raymond versus Raymond because I was really highly anticipating it and then did not end up loving it as much. But this timeline is, hmm, 
You know what's more devastating than the herpes? So the you, fact that his hair currently looks like it has herpes as well. Usher attends. The, is that more devastating? To me? I mean, I'm not fucking him. <laughs> That's awful. Touche, but I mean, I'm just LA's saying. LA's 14th annual Imagine Gala held at the Beverly Hilton Hotel earlier this year with this looking like a Odell Beckham toddler. So why are you sleeping with your homegirl's ex-husband? I guess that's where my question lies now. Like, this girl who got paid the $1.1 million, who was also a bridesmaid in Tamika's wedding. Like, why Why are you doing that? Why are you sleeping with your girl, your friend, or whatever? Like, clearly y'all were close. You were in her fucking wedding. Why are you not sleeping with her husband? I don't get that. What happened? Does Tamika have her? Well, if, if, if Usher contracted in 2009 or 2010, they were probably not sleeping together anymore. Because that's when Raymond versus Raymond came out. Is that why they're not together anymore? Maybe. Now, maybe that's it. I don't know. I do not know the answer to that. But, girl, you sleeping with somebody's husband without a... Well, but see, even with a condom, herpes is one of them ones that'll get you, get you, no matter what. Mm-hmm. You, <laughs> you see, can't. you're in cahoots with mm. Joe. Um, <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm just saying. Herpes is one of those ones you can get even with a condom. <laughs> So, what is there a picture of it? Why do you look like that? Oh, the first time I go. The law is clear in California. It is illegal to knowingly or recklessly transmit an STD. As was said before, um, he was having unprotected sex. Right. So, yes, even with a condom, herpes is that bad a bitch. Mm -hmm. But But especially without it, herpes is. (laughs) Let me in, coach. Oh, thanks so much. Like. Usher allegedly did just that when he told the victim he had tested negative for the virus. Oh, no. Despite a greenish discharge from his penis, the court papers say. Excuse me? I'm sorry, sis. You let a nigga with a dick leaking out green mucus, some sort of substance. You let him you let him then put that dick inside of you? I'm assuming that did what did he just go in the bathroom and wash it off with dial? And you're like, it's good now. No There's no way bacteria, you guys. <laughs> that you saw like spinach uh, dip coming out of this man's dick. Uh, and we're like, yeah, sure. I love artichokes. So what does he have like a he must have like a sore or something on his dick and I don't know how that works and I'm not interested. Oh man. Well, nope, skin's itching. Nope. Uh, it's starting <laughs> to happen. Nope. I'm done. I mean I can't do this anymore. <laughs> so the thing about it is like if you have an S T D something like that that you can pass on to other people, you have a personal responsibility. Right. Outside to disclose of the law. that. Right. Just it, as a person. Even if the law didn't exist, it is your moral responsibility to disclose that information to other people. And let them decide whether they want to take that risk. So, Usher, when you tested negative for the virus, despite this green discharge, <laughs> you didn't ask them, so, hey, what is what it? Is it with, <laughs> what is it with the weeping source? Like, why is there guac coming out of my dick? <laughs> I was about to say once a month. Why does it do this, this, this? But I think that doesn't happen to men. I think that's when women have herpes. My friend had it in every, like a week before her period when your hormones start fluctuating and all it of that. It up. would be even worse, yeah. And I was like, sis, you mean to tell me you got to deal with PMS and a herpes outbreak at the same fucking time? Nah, nigga, pass me my pills. I can't do that. I cannot do that. God bless all the soldiers. Oh, Mm -mm. my gosh. Wow. That's really irresponsible. That is really fucking irresponsible. Um, Usher's next album will be called uh, Smell and Taste. Um, You are not cute. (laughs) 
so bad. Gross. Ugh. I'm disgusted. Green discharge? And you were like, sure. He, all he got to do is wipe it off. Green. No big deal. Green. Mm-mm. I'm My not I'm not gonna I'm not victim God. blaming or anything like that. I just have a lot of questions about what happened. I don't. I'm done. I don't want to hear no more about it. <laughs> I mean, were you just like so dazzled by the the bright star that is Usher Raymond that you were like, oh, I don't care. Whatever. Little dick cheese ain't never hurt nobody. Mm. Ugh. All right. Are we done? We can save um the pissed piper of uh Oh yeah. Let's just cuss her out together at the end. Yeah, why not? All right. Well, let's take a break. And we're back with a special guest this week. <laughs> take two. Right. Um, I just smashed my head against the wall. I'm sober, I promise. I'm just really excited because we have Issa Rae here Yay! with us in the studio this week. Hey. Yay. Oh I'm so disappointed you're sober because I was like, oh, I'm going to I'm going to drink. Oh, and I forgot to ask. I'm yeah, actually alcohol. not telling the truth, but I did <laughs> my head against the wall, and I felt like <laughs> so it's going to be like, "Girl, put it down." You are sweetheart. a black ass mess. So thanks for coming. Are you kidding? Thank you guys so much for having me. I'm honored to be one of your selected guests. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Because there's a the process, this. and everybody doesn't make it. It's kind of like pledging. I. So what? I, what's the fraternity? I mean, sorority. So what's the you know what? Fr- fraternity. Um, the fraternity. Row now. Um, now, okay. Um, iota. Why iota? Because Re- I was trying to go for R N I. Real oh, nigga institution incorporated. incorporated. Ah. <laughs> So that's us. Um, you know, it's uh, it's just it's a, a family over here. But thanks for coming and and being a part of this ghetto shit. I'm yeah. so happy to be here. You know, I love y'all. I fuck with y'all. You're the best. You're my saving grace. You mm. make me so happy when I am sad. This is too much. You were so nice to us when you got your. Uh, your Webby Your, was it? No, it was it was oh the um the BT Award Festival? Yes, you yes. have so many. Okay. You've been nominated I mean, for everything. Right. You've been on of every the, red carpet of the trophies. <laughs> it's just hard I to keep track. It, though. I meant like you, you guys obviously have a show, but I just feel like there are certain voices and there are certain you know certain people who have expired, and it just feels like you guys should be. You know, you should have your own television show, hands down, without mm-hmm. a doubt. And it's just it it doesn't make sense that. You don't, and I'm sure you've gotten offers. I'm sure things are <laughs> brewing as they should be, but you know, I just wanted to make that known. I definitely used that as a point of reference for a few reads. Yeah, I mean, just like, I mean, the accomplished girls, it, right? Have already, <laughs> you know, marked me and yeah. my destiny is greatness. Um, so you've got a, a little show. You know, no show. big deal. A little just, network nobody's ever heard of. Uh, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm hype. It's coming back on Sunday, you know. Oh, my God. Um, are you guys? So, I'm beyond excited about Insecure. Of course, me and Fran co-host Insecurity, the official recap podcast. So, first the of all, best. thank you so much for giving a black girl a job. Thank Appreciate you. For saying you. yes. <laughs> but, uh, so, we've already seen the first episode. Both of y'all? Well, I, no. No. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> but and, I'm not no hater. So. And are you thinking about how on Sunday night niggas is just going to lose their mind when they see this? 
I am just anxious that niggas like it. That's it. Oh, like girl. I'm just that's always what But I'm you saw at. how they acted at the screen. That was amazing. That was an affirmation, but I was also like, those were the homies, kind of. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I'm I'm very excited. I hope niggas do lose their mind. I didn't expect niggas to lose their minds for the finale. So oh, no. I just want people to talk about it and that that makes me happy. Will Lawrence lose his life? <laughs> <laughs> Can we discuss that? I'm ready for Lawrence to die. I don't understand that. What is your issue? You know what? It feels a lot like Jay Z once said before Beyonce saved him. He said, you know, I was just fucking at home. I was just going to get right back. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I know the mm. way a nigga was living, his life was whack, but, but you don't, don't get, get a nigga, nigga back, back like, like that. that. Like, no. you just don't. It's real poetry. You yes. know, don't it really is. Mm-hmm. I still so. feel like Issa, the character, should have just lied and been like, I fucked him a long time ago. Chill out. What she's not the best liar. No, she's not that good at it. Clear. She's not really she was good at it. already going to get caught up. Yeah, she knows it. This was the first time cheating. I think I think seasoned experts, cheating experts, know like you mm-hmm. just say Yeah. You you, you, pick you, up. you laugh it off, you say, What? No. <laughs> what are you talking about? And then you keep it pushing, but she just wasn't there yet. Yeah, you're supposed to have the backstory already developed before you even get to the house, before condoms are even part of the conversation. Not that I would know. But anyway, so taking it back a little bit before Insecure, I feel like myself and so many thousands of your fans have felt like we've known you since Awkward Black Girl back on YouTube days. And I remember Mm -hmm. the day that I first saw that show. I was at work. It was like 4.30. It was supposed to be, you know, close to time going home. And I saw that and I just sat there at work and watched the entire damn season, I guess, or however many episodes you had uploaded and I was like this girl gets me like she works <laughs> yeah. this she works this shitty job the co-workers yeah. I don't understand like did you, it, I don't know if you worked with people who really were like that or if you, this was just creative She's your creative mind I did I mean I, I definitely worked with people like that I had friends like that like it's just and they were not real friends obviously I just yeah, knew no. a lot of people like that and wanted to just blast them I just mm-hmm. wanted to know like even the character of baby voice um, <laughs> with his small ass voice was like based off of, you know, a girl I knew, a friend, an associate who just didn't know how to fucking raise her voice, who did not know how to speak up. And I remember her seeing the show and it, she texted me. And she was like, is this about me? And I was like, girl, get over yourself. No, it is not. No, it's definitely about now, you, What sis. are you talking about? What are you talking about? Yeah, exactly. Girl, please chill out. Chill you know how many people out. I know? Be serious. So, uh, I love that so much. And so, yeah, the progression from Awkward Black Girl and the book and... Mm, what you hosted. Yes, I was so blessed and fortunate to host uh, your book release party in Harlem. And now you're a New York Times bestselling author. You've got this show back on HBO. What, what can you not do? Damn, Issa. A lot of things. I can't dance. I was very impressed by your choreography class that I saw... Um, you were whatever oh, you were taking. That was, I mean, it was. Oh, kids. Yeah. No, it yeah. definitely was. Class. Yeah, but I can't. I still, I wish I follow him on YouTube. I was so. Yeah. It was like a cross between two worlds. But I can't do that. There's a lot of things I can't do. <laughs> There's know, so many things. I w- will. Let's trade. <laughs> right you may have it <laughs> and I love dance but I will take all of those things right I will take your talents right for a hip them folks at any point um so we're swirling back around uh to a new era just like really quick give the girls the uh 
I guess the the HBO spiel of where everybody's at this season and oh yeah, just in terms of where we are picking up. Yeah, like so, so we know that last season Lawrence left his little raggedy ass uh, Best Buy shirt in the closet like he was somebody. Oh, that was so rude. Whoever thought of that, kudos to that bitch. Like, bitch, we had to beg you to catch your hair and get up. <laughs> I loved it so much. Anyway, no, it was sick. No, it was but everything. so that kind of ended uh, horribly. So. Mm-hmm. Now Issa is doing what? You know, we, we're going to come up three months later. And we chose three months because three months is about the time where your friends are sick of hearing. Yeah. I knew you were going to say <laughs> Oh, that. my God. I knew you were going to say it's that. Like, Why is that so limit. real? It's, so, it's like, okay, girl, like either shut up. Go back with him or move on. Oh like, because I'm tired of hearing about it. It's that autumn. is so. Oh, it is autumn. I am three and a half months into a breakup, and I swear niggas started to get over me they about do. three weeks ago. Not like, me. Okay. Well, don't. you don't talk to me about it. <laughs> well, that's because I know you just going to be like, well, wait, can we fight that nigga? Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, that's true. Like, that's not what we're doing. No, which is admirable, to be honest. <laughs> but, like, that's where that's we started real. to pick it up then. Yes. And we pick up with Issa out there venturing into the dating world and deciding, like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. So all these characters at the season finale, their worlds were turned upside down. And, you know, obviously Issa cheated and wants to not be that person mm-hmm. and is supposed to be out there dating. So that's what she's doing half-heartedly. Molly was told that she was hot, a hot, shitty mess and she needed therapy. And so well. what do you do when your friends tell you that? You take their advice. And Lawrence obviously got cheated on um, and is focused on not being... The guy who got cheated on and given his situation with Tasha, he's kind of doing what he's supposed to be doing. In air quotes. Man, there's so many things I want to say, but of course I don't want to ruin the season premiere for y'all. I mean, but I'm just, just know that I want to because there's just so much there. But can you talk to us a little bit about working with the cast and crew on this new season? Maybe some different approaches you all took from the first season. New, new looks at the, at the way that you're telling these stories, that sort of thing. Yeah, I love working with everybody. Just, First of all, you know, our we call ourselves Three the Hard Way, but Prentice is our mm-hmm. showrunner. Mm-hmm. And um, Melina is our director. And yeah. she's really like a creative director just because she's so specific about like everything down to the wallpaper, to the pillows, and to how things look, you know. Mm-hmm. And this season specifically, she was like, we want to step it up. Like, I want people to know. I want to have like a, a stamp stylistically. You know, season one, she was able to kind of have her own imprint. But this season, she, like, wanted to step up the lighting, just how black people looked on camera and just do different Mm -hmm. things for a comedy. And I feel like she really accomplished that. You know, we have a new female DP who's super dope. And I've never seen, like, um, a crew of, like, badass LGBT women just killing it. Like, camera women grips, like, all the way way around. And so that was just a dope experience. Um, Mm. So you got a bunch of dykes and dyke adjacents <laughs> working on your show. No, this is actually that sounds like exactly why it might be popping. I'm not mad at that at all. I mean, it sounds likely. I mean, who does things better than women on the gay spectrum? Who? Name somebody. I because can't. you're women with all of the magic that women have. Right. With none of the dumb shit that, that slows men say, down. Mm, dick. Not for me. <laughs> I'm gonna steer. It's a distraction, and I don't need it. It's a blessing. I'm gonna go in some puss every now and then, <laughs> and I'm gonna go back to work. I'm not about to be derailed by no nigga. 
That's real. Do you feel like there's a message in this <laughs> season, like an overall thing that is for the viewer to take away that may be different from the first season? Or is there just like one over? There's an overarching. I like what there's specifically just having this show set, set in South L.A. and Inglewood specifically. There's so much changing and I just find it so unique that we're able to shoot a show that's essentially going to be a time capsule for, you know, how things used to be in Inglewood. Mm-hmm. And then given that we're also following these characters, like this show is about evolving characters. These shows, this show is about insecure, an insecure group of people. And to be able to see them evolve simultaneously with the city, like that's that's kind of what this season is getting started to watch them change as the city changes and to see how that parallels. Um, so you're going to just see little moments that kind of reflect that. And then I'm really excited about So there, when you're watching, you'll see small moments that are like, what is that? What does that have to do with anything? And then it'll come back later. Right. I feel like that's how mm-hmm. life works. Yes. Um, so how many dates have you and Kofi Sarabon? <laughs> I was just about to be like, so let's talk about what really matters, which yeah. is the fact that you and my man be and going Angel. on and on on the internet and I'm kind of over it. So <laughs> you guys, he will ruin my life. Let's be clear. I'm not, I'm not used to this. Let's not, I, that's not, <laughs> there's, there's nothing more to be said than that. There's not. There's nothing that mm-hmm. I can do. I'm not. I'm focused. I'm doing great. I have. That's right, girl. Don't let that <laughs> dick slow you down. <laughs> That's right. Because he's too fine. Something I mean, would I go just, wrong. He's he's very attractive. He's young, so he has so many more years of fuck nigga shit mm-hmm. to accomplish, and I just don't. <laughs> I don't want to get why. in the way of that. <laughs> That's why. I'm, yeah, no. You can't get serious with a 24-year-old. 23. 23. See, why, why make it worse? <laughs> yes, he is 23 with his fine ass. You know what? Gospel. <laughs> Everything that you just said. <laughs> He's looking at these young niggas like... Mm. And popping too. I saw him He's in really New Orleans. He's really popping. He's great. Those girls He's were dope. lined up. And he's just giving them all that big smile. And, and he's hey, just getting started. And, oh, he, selfies, no problem. Just Nigga, getting started. In the name of Big Nuggets, the answer is no. Yeah, you stay right over there. With I can't like even this. imagine the list of women <laughs> that must be going through Kofi Cerebro's phone. But he be on you though. Every picture of you, he'd be like, yes, babe. That's a lie. I saw y'all okay. at the girls trip thing. Now nah, he all over you. I'm like, so Issa's really just going to take my man? Like, she's really... <laughs> oh, everybody is your goddamn man. <laughs> no, Kofi's my man. And I, I need to share it with you on the weekends or whatever. On some scissor shit, that's fine. But, like, he just really... So you just... Hmm, I y'all mean, really just going to be hugged up and shit? Just... Well, they are better than Tweeting us. little cute things about okay. how much he loves you and how fine you are. If anybody will be with coffee, it is me. Okay. okay. Because I have the strength and the stamina. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm coming to Issa, woman to woman. Barbara, this is Shirley. What are some uh, uh, some glow-up famous girl moments that you've experienced over the past, or since all this HBO magic and bestseller magic is like, what are some things that's been like, bitch, I... I am rich now. I'm a celebrity. <laughs> wow, I am famous. I mean, I don't fucking know, guys. This is just I don't I don't pay attention, but stuff like that, I'm like, oh, he's he's popping, he's dope. It's a compliment, it's flattering. But it's also like this is all like Saturday, Sunday shit. And yeah. what's the Tuesday one? Like I know my Tuesday, Wednesday life and it is mm, not popping. Yeah. So I mean there's like I always cite President Obama, like that shit was the best thing ever, just having him like shout out the show and the and the soundtrack. And oh, that was so crazy. And I remember 
like having having my name in a rap song was dope. I've always wanted to have to be yeah. in an album now. That is not after me. That is that has nothing to do close with enough. me. Not even close. Mm-hmm. It's not even. I was so hyped because I was like, okay, I regret naming the character Issa. That was the dumbest shit I could have ever done. But I was like, oh, well, the positive thing is now people know how to pronounce my name. They don't say Issa. They don't say Issa. And then here comes this nigga <laughs> who it wasn't even his fault. He didn't even do it. Somebody else was just like, ah, uh, he said it's a knife and spelled it that way. And, <laughs> and that's it. And now it's a thing. And now, so now everything is Issa. Now, yeah. <sighs> Niggas. So, so I sorry. wish that were named after me. Thank you. The downsides to fame. I mean, if, if there's any <laughs> consolation... Twenty One Savage is apparently very upset with Amber Rose right, uh, what? right now. Why yeah. they were doing I don't know. so well? She posted some photo with of him with some with him literal his chick Chick Fil A in, <laughs> in his lap, saying he's mad at me. They probably didn't have Polynesian. I was gonna say, or, or he didn't get his hassy on. So he's fake mad. Yeah, I mean, you guys don't believe wumpy. them as a couple, and I'm so alarmed. Really? Why don't you think that it's real? Why? Why, why do you? Because she has a history of fucking with those types of niggas like there it's that's a type <laughs> i mean wiz was dehydrated a wiz looked dehydrated okay well yeah wiz did look like his piss but, is solid yellow but that love was real that love was real that child was real <laughs> that yeah. well yeah all of that is valid and dreams real, real yes too. but <laughs> anyway i just Ooh. don't know the 21 savage thing he just girl <laughs> right he just feels like a teen like it would be like literally dating a teenager that is something to do but right. someone how old is he 22 i guess oh I, was say, yeah. I think 21 age. was literal right and amber is a crisp what 30? 38 no oh i don't know i didn't think that was no i wasn't being rude <laughs> black women age Nuh-uh. really well let me Google That it. was kind. <laughs> She's 33. I'm sorry, Amber. <gasps> oh, I didn't know that either, but... That's... 33. What? So, that's like, not, a solid... I, I can't believe Amber, Amber Rose is only a year older than I am. She just feels like she's lived... <laughs> Much longer. A life. Ooh, yeah. Yes. She's lived she's had a some life. experiences. That's My crazy. God. Well, huh. I believe in them. Yeah, Bye. we are. So, but you really believe in this Amber Rose and, and 21 Savage thing, and I'm going to let you have that. Okay. I just am Thank not you. with it. Mm-mm, no, sis. Insecure comes <laughs> back on Sunday. It does. You're letting the girls know that they can watch the the first season free all kinds of places. Yes, which I that's love. right. Yes, <laughs> yes. Because you know niggas was waiting. Yeah, I know. And people were threatening to bootleg it anyway. So it's like, you might as well just <sighs> put it out there. Yeah, no, they, <laughs> they will. They will. Give it away. He said, don't make will. me steal your show. <laughs> <laughs> like, niggas will treat you. I will steal your shit if I have to. Like, uh, okay. <laughs> and that's fine. They can absolutely do that. But Sunday, starting at 6 a.m., 3 a.m. Pacific. That doesn't make sense. Yes, that's right. Yeah, 3 a.m. Pacific. You can access the show for 24 hours for free. The first season. And then, of course, I always put people on the HBO free trial. Use an email. Mm-hmm. If you start like four weeks Y'all into it. you know how it, to do this. Exactly. Like, you do what? it for Tidal. Been right. For Apple Music. Netflix. Everybody. You know what? It's going to be way easier now for niggas to do this because we, you know, we, we're skeptical. We were waiting for the girls to be like, it's real good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's real good. Bitch. It's, all right, I guess. And I'm still sure ain't going to pay for it until season three. It's like real. my God, Negroes. But yes, it's fantastic. Thank you. Um, 
Are there any like special guests maybe that you can tell us that might pop up this season? There are. Um, well, Sterling K. Brown is going to be in this season, which okay. I'm really excited um, about. And that came about just from him being like, like a genuine real nigga. I saw him at like we were doing some independent spirit awards event together and we got to like host it. And obviously I was a fan just with all the work that he's done. And I thought he was just on some Hollywood stuff being like, you know, I like the show, like put me in it. And I was like, ah, okay. <laughs> and then he followed up like he was before like, we were about to shoot. He was like, hey, these are my free dates. Like give a brother a job. <laughs> yes. Put and me on your show. so we had the perfect character already for him and uh, he'll be popping up. And I heard there's this guy, Dustin, who's on <gasps> on the first like, episode, maybe. So excited episode. to have him. He was so great and so good. And he's so fine. I love that scene. I won't give it away. Well, no, it's in all it's all it's all in the previews and yeah. and all that. So but it was just so exciting to see somebody I know, like, holy shit, really on the show. HBO glossy. Mm-hmm. That was yes. fun. It down. It's my Negro boyfriend lighting. from the first season who Molly who didn't want to fuck about? with because oh, he used Jared. to be Trey. <laughs> Is he coming back? <laughs> no, Jared won't be back this season. That's fine. I'll find him on my own. Um, He's on CBS, though. I think the actor, Langston, yeah. has a CBS show coming up. <laughs> He's ahead of th- throw that in there. Like, Just for clarity. Stop calling him that. <laughs> the man has a name. <laughs> it's not Jared, girl. <laughs> Last but not least, from my side, um, I just wanted to know how are things going, if things are going at all, with this Rihanna Lupita movie? Ooh. And what part am I playing? <laughs> yeah, because... Uh, I'll take Corpse Do not two, forget to... Corpse 3. Literally, Hotel Clerk 8. Waitress. <laughs> cleaning woman. You guys, this is this is Ava's shit. First of all, if that were my call, it would be done. It would be done. This is Ava's ship, and so what she says is happening is happening. Ava, I'm also a Game of Thrones <laughs> stan. I hope you watched the uh, premiere. It was great. I watched it. Um, I, I love. We're gonna get to that later because that's odd. Um, <laughs> it is odd. I've I never seen you watched Game it of without. <laughs> it was my first episode. <laughs> cannot do that now. We will talk about this. Um, Yes, I love your dedication to meadows and bright colors and womanhood and I stand for you. Crystal has your doll. I do have the Ava DuVernay Barbie. We're willing to play dead bodies if it comes to that. Yes, right next to my Drake bottle of champagne. (laughs) My Ava Barbie. You're the richest of all of us. (laughs) I feel blessed. I just want to thank you guys for your dedication to to this film, to promoting it, whether it happens or not. I appreciate yeah. it. I mean, it's nothing to not be excited about. I mean, I was just like hellgate to be a part of the conversation. I was like, where did this blessing come from? And it's been amazing. So if you do, I mean, whether we're a part of this or not, just please fill us in. If you ever have or have had a moment where you get to uh, be high or drunk or both with <laughs> Rihanna on personal recreational uh, time. Honestly, Just because that's a dream of mine. Who are you telling? And I need to live vicariously through I need that to happen. Um, even if 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 I start writing this and I'm fired. Right. As long as I Smoke get a blunt that, with Rihanna. That's right. right. Before I've you get already, kicked off the lot. Yeah. I've already that's accomplished. Payment that's really that's all my I'm I don't need anything else. <laughs> and I feel like she would be down. Like, I feel like Rihanna yes. likes you. Oh. You know? Like, she would be like, where is Issa at? Rihanna Tell Issa like to come by the trailer. To come and be like, what you doing, bitch? Come on. Come on. <laughs> oh my God. Like, you just guys. in the middle of you doing pressing work, I really cannot do this. Right. Like, if I don't Like, come on. Right. These white people, what they... 
What the, what the, what the white people going to say to me? Three Let's puffs. Go. Just uh, come on. That like, fantasy alone just drives me. Thank you for lifting my spirits today because I can hope for that. I can aspire yeah. to that. We so all can. what has it been like for you to go from, you know, you started this YouTube thing six or seven years ago and now you're at the point where you're making such big moves. Has it been a lot for you to be like, wow, people are inviting me to like award shows. I'm taking pictures with Tracy Ellis Ross and mm. shit like that. Has it? What has that adjustment from like regular life to being somebody that people know and someone who is putting out work that is praised and critiqued. How have you handled that transition and for yourself? And were you prepared for it? No, and I take it all in, like, it's all, like, just dope, you know? I take it in as a fan. Like, the fact that people do watch the show is is just obviously the coolest shit ever, but it's, it's also a job. So I'm able mm-hmm. to separate, like, okay, people f- fuck with this. And I, I do separate, like, me from the product I guess yeah so and also like living in LA it just feels very um industry it does feel industry and 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 I have all of my friends who are super quick to to shut me down if I ever feel like oh I'm here I'm in it you know and (laughs) um I love that I love that I your friends keep you humble my friends keep me humble constantly but they're also you know a great support system but it's there, I just feel like I the same high school me. I feel like the same college me as a result, and mm-hmm. so I'm in it, but I'm not in it. It doesn't feel like it's happening to me. If that right. makes any it sense, does. No, I completely no, understand. I that. absolutely understand that. And I hope to be in the same place. Y'all yeah. already are. What are you talking about, Girl. That's why you know. Just in terms of being rec- like the recognition, and you guys have heard you talk Sweetie. in the past, just even about <laughs> like. Not being and not knowing what to say when people are like, oh, my God, I love you so much and I want to be Oh, yeah, that is a little, it's kind of fitting. Like, I don't know what to say to that. Like, I'm garbage. So blessed. That's how I feel. (laughs) To have people who pay attention to this stuff and care. But Same. at the end of the day, I'm going back uptown and the rats are like, girl, you get out of my way. I'm eating. And that's how I feel because I still like I still live in Inglewood. I'm still in the same. So it just when I see billboards, it's it's amazing. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, that's your work. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You are all over the city. Like, you are right on 135th and Lenox. Here? That picture of you. Insecure. Yeah, no, your marketing team. Shout out to your people, girl. You're all over the buses. You're everywhere. Glossy skin in that Yes. Oh, knowing you look fine, right? Just looking. mm. I'm into it. Legs out. Well, thank you. No, you're everything. You're. I'm so excited for this new season. I'm so proud of you and everything that you've accomplished. I don't want to take up too much more of your time. I know you got a lot more stuff to do. I appreciate but y'all. No, I get it because, you know, you're doing the promo tour and you probably done talked to everybody and their mama since you've been here. This like, is the most fun, though. I think that we're oh, going to wrap man. up. Yeah. Um, I just want to thank you again for coming by and for everything that you've done, for being an inspiration to me, you know, years ago before I even moved to New York and even now just seeing how much you've accomplished and knowing that there's so much more in store for you i'm so proud of you and i cannot wait to see what you do next thank you so much thank you for coming by our little raggedy show yeah thank you for having me the feeling is mutual i wish y'all nothing but success and i appreciate y'all watch insecure on sunday that's july 23rd yes what time 10 30 10 to the 30 i will be there don't forget hashtag insecurity too Hmm. and i'm doing my live tweet and shit again (laughs) yeah (laughs) 
<laughs> so I cannot wait for you to see this episode. You are going to die. And actually, the people sent an email saying if you want to watch it, they'll send you a link. So I didn't get this email, but I watched Love and Hip Hop Hollywood three <laughs> weeks ago. Like, sure, oh my God, thank you. <laughs> I get to watch things early? Uh, all right, we'll figure it out. Thank you so much again, Issa, for coming through. Good luck. Congratulations. Thanks. Bye, guys. Hey guys, May is Mental Health Awareness Month and Talkspace's leading virtual therapy provider is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things depending on the time and time. But if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time, if it's been on your mind, to give it a try. Celebrate May, Mental Health Awareness Month, and the power of talking out in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of The Read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80. And to show your support for the show, that's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code S-P-A-C-E-8. Zero. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business, you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? We've told you. It's your girl, ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast, honey. And right now you can try it for free, girl, at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I've actually used ZipRecruiter for my for like my <laughs> own personal things on the back end. And it really does work pretty quickly. And I also appreciate that it's easy to use because, uh, you know, this aging brain of mine in technology works part in ways, which makes me sad, but that's a different conversation. Amp up your hiring performance with Zip Recruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on Zip Recruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try Zip Recruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Now let's get back to show. All right, we're back. It's time for listener letters. Sure is. Send your questions to asktherita at gmail.com. There is a Game of Thrones question, which I feel highly qualified to talk about now. Oh, yeah, because you've watched a whole 60 minutes. One whole episode. And so this comes from Marissa. She says, Crystal, since you watched the season premiere, what are your thoughts on the show? I guess we already talked about sort that. Of, yeah. Will you watch more in the future? Oh, Kid Fury. What were your thoughts on the premiere? I guess we already did that. And who do you think will end up on the Iron Throne? I personally think it will be Sansa, but Arya in that first scene is my bitch. Thank you, guys. Love you and your content. Um, Who's going to end up on the Iron Throne? I think it's Khaleesi. 
There's no way. That's what we have wanted. I think so many of us have wanted that since the beginning. And they go out of their way to do what we don't want. So if they maybe they'll be like here, the show's ending. And for one time in the whole history of it, <laughs> we'll be nice to <laughs> we'll you. be we'll give the fans what they want. Um, but hey, many of fans probably don't want her to be in the throne. She's done some dumb shit over the years. So maybe not. Um, if I had to guess, I would say um, I'm either going with Sansa as well. Mm-hmm. Or um, maybe no one. Really? Maybe they will murder everyone. Okay, so Sansa, Tyrion, who is the the dwarf? Yeah, I know Tyrion. And Cer- he showed up with Khaleesi and Cersei's brother. Okay. All right. Context clues. I mean, I figured it out because all of her children are dead. So, so I took the next Who best else? guess. Right. right. Good point. <laughs> oh, um, so the brother she's not sleeping with. The brother she hates. Um, I really don't see Arya being queen. I don't even think that she would ever want to do something like that. But I do think she'll probably kill, uh, kill Cersei. Mm-hmm. And... I don't think John's going to sit in the the Iron Throne. That would be very sweet. I don't know, man. I can't call it. Game of Thrones is really hard to predict. Mm-hmm. I can see many, many scenarios. One of them being Sansa, just because she was in that fucking, in King's Landing, she was in that castle for so long, being, like, raped and, and, and mistreated and actively. So it would be kind of poetic justice Mm -hmm. for her to be the queen then part of me kind of feels like maybe in the world where game of thrones is kind daenerys will be queen and Jon snow will be her kingslayer i don't know what those people are called her wig is way better than cersei's way way better that wig has had defining moments over the years i bet it has like it's done a lot well i mean her outfits were amazing that leather coat Thing. Oh no, she's that iconic. wasn't hers. But that that little fitted outfit, yeah. whatever that was, whatever she showed up, looked amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yes, no, it looks so great. And I was not at all distracted by Ed Sheeran. In fact, I did not notice that was him. He blended as soon right as I in. I heard the singing. I was like, "That's Ed Sheeran." I said, "Well, this is jazzy. What is this?" <laughs> but I knew he was going to be in it because I remember uh, seeing the reports about him doing yeah, it. Yeah, like, oh, months that's ago. So perfect. But he looks just like the rest of them pale, round-faced white people. He looks just like them. So nice. White people were so upset over. Ed Ed Sheeran being in this episode and I'm like why though it was one scene I think he was, and he yes. blended right in he was in there for like two seconds he had maybe like three or four lines yeah it wasn't like oh honorable Ed Sheeran <laughs> deliver this it monologue so perfectly with everything that was going on I mean truly I thought it was great if you're into those like medieval fantasy type things it's like that's their weight in the water, I guess. Like, that's all that they would do when they're not killing each other. <sighs> that's their weight stuff. in the water. They would, I mean, not that song. <laughs> like, I don't know what the fuck they were singing. <laughs> but that's what they would do. They would sing songs, like, for morale. Mm. So it made perfect sense to me that they would get, yes, this pale white man who looks like he would be up He there. looks like them. And he looks just like them. <laughs> have him sing. I thought it was cute. Yeah, no, it wasn't bad at all. So thank you, Marissa, for that question. Our next question comes from, hmm, let's see. Oh, my God, please, no fluids. Okay, no fluids. So I'll do this other one. This one's from Melissa. Um, it says, first, I just wanted to tell you both how awesome I think you are. Fury, I've been a fan since YouTube. And Crystal, I've been a fan since I heard, first heard you speak. Thank you, girl. Work. You're both hilarious and always inspire me to be better. Kid Fury, my question is for you. 
a couple episodes episodes ago, your read was about people not matching your wave and kind of half-assing themselves through things and claiming to be artists, producers, etc. without doing the work. I have to say it touched a nerve with me and I could not agree more. I was just wondering, though, as someone who suffers from anxiety and is artistic but goes through periods of incredible efficiency and productivity, then really low periods where I don't want to leave my house and I'm crying in public. How do you manage your anxiety with your hustle and how do you produce when you feel like you're crumbling? Sometimes I worry that in my low periods, I am faking the funk and not doing as much work as I should. I guess everyone needs to take breaks sometimes, but I wonder how do you know if you actually need a break versus whether you're just getting in your own way? Thanks and love you both, Melissa. Um, I think you have to know how bad you want it. You have to know what you're capable of. And you have to be honest with yourself. And I think those things help you kind of discern when you're in a, a a moment where it's like, okay, bitch, shake it off and get back to work. But at the same time, I think it's really important to give yourself a break and not be nice to yourself. Yeah. And not be so hard on yourself. Like if everybody, regardless of whether you're a business owner or, you know, you're, running a service of some kind or if you just work at 7-Eleven everybody has days where they don't want to be fucked with they don't want to talk to anybody if you have clinical depression or you just you know experience anxiety from time to time or whatever whatever it is Mm -hmm. no one is always happy everyone has moments where they want to be alone and left the fuck alone so I think that it's it's important and it's necessary as a creative person especially to acknowledge when it's like, all right, this is too much. This is a lot more than I'm used to or I can really manu- maneuver through right now. Let me take a break. Mm-hmm. All right. Let me have maybe a cocktail or let me go run real quick, do some exercising. Whatever it is that you can do, as long as it's something healthy, to distract yourself from it for a bit. Do a little bit of mental maintenance. And then dive right back into work because you're not I don't I won't be as um, efficient in work that I'm doing if I'm trying to work while my mind is rattled with a whole bunch of other shit. Mm-hmm. So luckily I can. Not everybody has the opportunity to just be like, girl, not today. Not right. everybody has that. Niggas got to go to work. Right. Exactly. It depends on what it is that you're doing. But. You know, many times if I'm just like, girl, it's not going to happen today, I would just kick back, take a break, try again the very next day. Because I yeah. still have moments where, like, every day if I don't do shit, even if it was lovely not doing anything, <laughs> I still hear my daddy saying, if you look back at the day and you didn't do shit productive, it was a wasted day. <sighs> and don't waste days. Like, every day. That's because funny. his daddy told him. And everything that your mom, <laughs> and your mom, my mother always said, my daddy always said, you know Ooh. you're going to tell that to your kids, mm-hmm. nieces, nephews, or something. It's intended to be passed on it when is. it starts with my mom or my daddy or my such and such said. Mm-hmm. So it never leaves my mind. But yeah. That's real. I think, yeah, I think that is probably the same thing I would say for the most part, other than, you know, just... Don't beat yourself up if you're not churning out content or whatever at the right. pace you want to. Life happens. Shit happens. Right. Sometimes you go through shit, you know, and you get distracted or derailed. Just pick yourself back up and keep moving forward. You don't have to be where you want to be right now. Right. But, you know, it's little tiny steps that add up to you really getting somewhere with your life and doing what you want to do. Let's do one more really quick one. This one comes from <laughs> Tiffany. It says, a few months ago, my sister announced that she was expecting her first child. 
After she had the gender reveal, she asked if I'd be able to make a dish for the baby shower, and I said yes. She told me they hadn't committed to a date for the shower, but she wanted to have it in August, and I told her verbatim, (laughs) I am free all of August. The only days I am unavailable is the last weekend in August because I have a prior engagement and I will be away that weekend. She said she understood and that she would keep me posted and keep that in mind. Back in March, I purchased tickets for myself and my fiancé for Afropunk. He's never been, and I really wanted to experience that weekend with him. Once you've purchased your tickets, you cannot get your money back. So fast forward, the invitations come out for the baby shower, and guess what day it is? (laughs) That's right, August 27th, the one weekend that I told her I could not make it. I told her that. Uh, oh, I told her, you do realize that's the, the one day I told you I couldn't make it, right? And to top it off, her boyfriend texted me and my older sister once he heard we weren't coming to let us know that he really wants all of her sisters to be there because he's going to ask her a very important oh, question. Oh, girl. So we all know what that means. I don't want to miss my sister's baby shower and proposal, but I also don't want to miss out on the few hundred dollars I dropped on these tickets. Everyone that I know who'd... Actually, everyone that I know who would go to Afropunk already has a ticket. So selling those tickets are pretty much dead in the water. Should I lose that money and go to the baby shower, even though I told her that that was the one weekend I couldn't make it? Or should I carry my ass on up to Brooklyn and see SZA and them like I planned to? I'm lost. Please help. Thanks, Tiffany. Honestly, I would go to the baby shower and be pissed. I would not. Girl, I told your black ass the one weekend I cannot make it is the last one in August. And you booked a venue and planned a party for that day anyway. Why? Well, I guess, first of all, I did not realize people plan their own baby showers. I thought somebody else did it. I didn't know that either. Which may still be be the case. Like maybe somebody else planned it and they just booked it for the 27th. And she was like, okay, whatever. You know, I don't know if she just forgot that her sisters couldn't make it but sis the proposal really pushed it over the edge for me because afropunk is is every single year sisa performs all she's going on tour like you'll have mm-hmm. opportunities again i think i would probably want to be present for that if i knew it was going to happen because that hopefully will only happen one time <laughs> i mean well one of our other sisters can get on instagram live and i can watch it right there oh my god congratulations it's a i mean yeah if you are okay with missing i will say this that is something, like I said, it's like, oh, it should be a once-in-a-lifetime thing. You know you. If you don't give a fuck about missing <laughs> that, then definitely just go to Afropunk. But if you feel like I really want to experience this because of that, then I would just drop the tickets. I mean, go. I get that. Under normal circumstances, there was there would be nothing that could keep me from my sister's baby shower and knowing that she's going to, you know, get proposed to and all that. I would want to be there. But I distinctly told your black ass the one weekend I can't make it is yeah, this no. And I have spent all this money on tickets. I don't know if they have to do flights or whatever, but it's like we have planned this and been looking forward to it for months. So, no, girl, I will not make it to your baby shower. I will absolutely have a gift there, and I will see you when I get back. Can't wait to see your ring on the gram, but I will not be in attendance because I fucking told you. Why? Why did you book it that date anyway? For you and your other sister. Apparently, the other sister is going to Afropunk, too, and so she's in her feelings like, why would you pick a date when you knew two of your sisters was not going to be able to make it? Why would you do that? That's what I don't get. So, no, I wouldn't go. You'd have to just get over it. I think both of those things are fair. I mean, it's real. I don't want to miss family moments. Like, I still beat myself up all the time because the last Christmas 
before my grandmother died, I did not make it to Houston to be with my family because I had to work. And I really beat myself up about that all the time that I didn't just say, fuck this job and go be with my people, you know, for the holidays. But girl, you knew that I could not make it on this day and you still scheduled it for that day. And I've already spent money that I cannot get back. I don't know you. I don't know your sister or who she's getting married to or any of this. So you really have to weigh out how much all of this stuff means to you. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's a personal decision. Yeah. Just can again, because of the type of person I am, I know that I would probably be bummed because I'm missing it, but I would be pissed at the same time because of why I'm missing it. However, I mean, don't come to my baby shower with an attitude, though. (laughs) Yeah, no, I wouldn't. No, that's what I'm saying. I wouldn't go to your baby shower with an attitude. What I'm saying is even if I didn't go, I would still be kind of sad that I'm going to miss it. But then I would still be mad that I'm missing it Mm -hmm. because I told, you know what I mean? Right. So I will say that even if you don't go and you do go to Afropunk, I don't think your sister has the right to be in her feelings about it. I don't think that anybody should be able to Nobody can be mad at you for that, right. At all for even if you don't get your ass on FaceTime or whatever, because (laughs) you did specifically say that y'all were not going to be able to make it at that time and you've spent hundreds of dollars on right. it so to say like no one can say anything to you about it if you do decide to go i'll say that that's real so no one can judge you if you say that because i already told that I bitch said you the one I time i came to it and you was like oh it's 27 I've, sounds good the book the venue so you know now she's paid for a venue so you lose the deposit if you change the date or whatever so that's uh, so i guess we both saving our money you gonna <laughs> like, be at that baby shower eating peanuts and them little soft mints <laughs> <laughs> playing games when niggas done smashed a Snickers into clean diapers. I'm talking about I Those could games be are so at Scissor right now. <laughs> Ugh. I don't know who invented Baby Shark games. White people. <laughs> I like the no one, nigga made a doo-doo game. Like, I like the one where you cut the string however long you think will wrap around the mother's belly. That one's fun. The paperclip one is fun. I don't know nothing about nothing. Or not paperclip, clothespin. The clothespin game? I went to one baby shower my whole life for my oh. auntie when she was pregnant and last. They made me eat baby food. I never did anything else and I won't probably go to another baby shower wow. again, unless it's yours. I mean, well, so, absolutely, but I have been to so many. I feel like they were because you're a woman. I mean, yeah, and and literally every baby shower I went to, except my best friend when she when she was like, "Oh uh, no, my husband will be to here to get my things." Woman. Right? <laughs> it's a woman thing, but even as a young girl, my mama would take me to baby showers at the church and stuff every other weekend. Like we just go to baby showers, so I've been to a lot. <laughs> and the clothespin game is one where everybody starts off with clothespins, but you get to take somebody's if they say the word baby which you know of course naturally happens a lot in a shower that sounds like that convoluted ass game that rose made up on golden girls when (laughs) dorothy was like engaged or something and everybody had hearts all over their shirts but then if you say love or something you get your heart taken away no the game it was similar to that where you lose a heart but Mm -hmm. it didn't the rules didn't make any sense so nobody played it (laughs) right because rose everybody was annoyed oh no niggas get real crazy about the clothes pin game I've never eaten. Me and my cousins have gotten into fight. Like, no, because I said bae, but I didn't finish it. Give me my clothes pin back. (laughs) It's real because you win, you know, whatever little shitty prize is is waiting for you. (laughs) I mean, you really go for cake and punch and to watch this big pregnant bitch open all these pictures, all all these presents and be like, thank you so much. I'd rather have a push party. I guess it's the same thing. Well... I th- see I didn't I have never heard of push parties I've heard of push presents 
where your husband or baby daddy buys you something <laughs> because you gave birth to his child. Probably your husband. No. Well, I mean, I'm saying it, it, you have one or the other. It's either a husband or a baby daddy. Yeah, but baby daddy's buying you gifts. <laughs> push baby daddies be like, I'll be buying four Most months likely. with a pack of Pampers. Right. TTYL. Maybe. Depends if it's on sale or uh, So. Well, yeah. Um, oh, like yeah. This, said, this show. Whether you decide to go or not, I don't think that you should feel bad regardless of what your choice is. Mm-hmm. So there's that. I think that you know what you really want to do. So you should do yeah. it. Well, if I was you, I'd be in Brooklyn. But think about it. Let us know Apple what happens. Apple is fun, too, bitch. So. It is fun. And I can't wait to see SZA. Yeah. And all the musty ass black people in Brooklyn, I love it. I yeah, love it. Do. So, Say fuck deodorant. I mean, and the natural stuff, you know, sometimes it just doesn't last all day. You know, it's got its strength, it's got its weaknesses, highs, lows. Fran be like, you could just do some baking soda and no. some, some tea tree and some lavender oil. I'm no like, Fran, I can't be dealing with you and your crack recipes. I just know people who have lived full, whole lives and they use secrets. A bitch needs to stay <laughs> like, dry. All right, go I just need to stay dry, Fran. Whole life. That's so. the problem with natural deodorants. They don't have. They have a deodorant, but they don't have an antiperspirant, so you don't smell the bad. Be but natural. you sweat everywhere. I don't want to smell natural. <laughs> like <laughs> I don't want to smell like nature, just right? Because you know, yeah, whatever health or whatever bullshit. Fuck that. Yeah. I can die tomorrow. <laughs> I'm not gonna be musty when it happens. All right, send your questions to ask3@gmail.com, and we'll be back. So listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important, and I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct. Distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Schmurder to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us listen now to black stories black truths from npr wherever you get podcasts so we're back and it is now time for the read man and apparently we've cussed out r kelly on this show before somebody reminded me earlier they were like you've done this we've been anti r kelly for quite a while yeah but i I don't remember what the last news story was that made me go off on him but this one's bad enough who even knows yeah okay well before we even do that i just very wanted to quickly say um to michael vick Yes, please do this. Please do this. Sir, (laughs) I don't know what takes place in the sunken place. Um, It just (laughs) seems like darkness from what um, I saw in the film. But I hope you you can get out there and you can get out of there as quickly as possible. Not sure who placed you down there. Maybe you did it yourself. But to be someone, a black man... In sports, who went through what you went through with the whole dog bullshit that you was doing and coming back now and basically trying to say that this man who is working hard for niggas like you to get a point across and use the platform that he has to do that. And your response to uh, how he should, I guess, infiltrate the NFL again. Yeah, how he can get a job. Is to, to 
woof, even worse. Yeah, to get a job. Is to cut his afro mm-hmm. and look more presentable. So you're saying that, first of all, every single thing that every dumb racist white person says about anybody who has a a hairstyle they consider non-traditional, a.k.a. too black, and, you know, how they should get rid of it or hide it or whatever to, I guess... Uh, hide in plain white sight. I don't know what it is that, <laughs> but you're basically saying, nigga, get rid of your blackness. Stop being so black all of the time. Stop talking about all of this nigga shit. And that is how white people will give you a job and some more money. You need to stop trying to fight for ignorant ass black niggas like myself. Stop trying to do what's <laughs> right. Like myself. Get rid of this fucking afro so that you can look more safe to white people. And maybe then they'll give you a job. Uh, everything that that Colin Kaepernick has been been doing over mm-hmm. the past few years in the name of like justice and fighting, and he's I didn't know he was as young as he is. I don't ever know that about none of these. these all these motherfucking athletes are too, <laughs> and they'd be looking like they're in their mid thirties. No, they do. But for him to to have the like the the sense and the the strength and the balls basically to be like fuck it i don't care how big a deal y'all make of these small things i'm doing it's for a much bigger picture i'm not gonna fucking stop you should be grateful Mm -hmm. being someone that got wrapped up in all of this being someone i don't even know shit about sports and i remember (laughs) how white people were making you beelzebub because because of of that dog shit like Painting you as the worst possible person houses this motherfucker that we've, you know, been fan of for so long and how dare you and you're just a thug and this, that and the third. You went through all of that and came out on the other side looking at this man and your suggestion to him is to be whiter, I guess, so that he (laughs) can work. Makes no sense. We don't need anything more from you. And the fact that you said that shit in a, in front of as many black people <laughs> as were sitting on that panel with him, even the white man or as was watch like, "This show, right?" Even the white man was like, "Are you are you sure?" I'm real surprised. <laughs> of all people, would say some shit like that, and he very quickly realized, "Oh shit, uh, what have I done?" This isn't going to go well for me. And hopped back on the internet and tried to do all of the, oh, let me be clear. This is what I actually meant. And let me just basically say what I said the first time. (laughs) Right. But just know that there was no malice. The thing is, not everything needs to be malicious. Sometimes it could be coming. What did they say? Uh, the road to hell is it's paved, paved with, with good, good intentions. intentions. Sometimes you're going to have the sweetest sermon on your heart. <laughs> and what comes out of your mouth is diarrhea. Just shut it. Just be quiet. We don't need to hear anything more from you when it comes to, you know, justice or or even suggestion for jobs, because I didn't even know that he still worked. (laughs) Well, you know, uh, after he got out of prison, uh, Vic, you know, bounced around in the NFL for a little bit. And now I guess he's doing the whole commentator thing. But the thing for me was like this quote that just threw me off the edge talking about how. You know, this isn't the Colin we saw when he first got to the NFL and now he's being all extra and Negro. So you need to tone that down. Talking about how perception and image is everything. And then talked about how 
what was most important for him was cleaning up and changing his image, not just for public perception, but for the judge and everything I was about to get involved in. It was a difficult process and one that I didn't like, but it was one I had to accept. Well, you were in a load of trouble. You were in something. a lot of legal trouble, my guy. And you probably had plenty of white people who don't give a fuck about your blackness or even think about these things. Tell you, take them goddamn braids out your head, <laughs> mm-hmm. cut this shit off, wear some cologne, nigga. And some button downs. Yep. And we're going to wipe this whole thing up because we're trying to help you. You save that for you. <laughs> like, you do that or you be broke forever. Yeah. Like that's that's what you do yeah. because of decisions that you made, you made and things that you're dealing with right. now legally. There you this go. This is a completely different set of circumstances. Yes. So for like... Colin is being punished for standing up against police brutality, for standing up for black people, for talking about racism, for doing things to help disenfranchise people. That is why he's being targeted by the NFL and not allowed to work anymore. Your problem was that white people love dogs more than anything. And so they was not willing to let your black ass do nothing. But regardless, the whole we'll just play into the respectability politics, do whatever the white people want you to do. Cut your hair. You know, don't be don't be out here with Afro and cornrows or whatever else like you make them you make them feel nervous and scared white women want to look at you and feel at ease and be like oh he's cute like that doesn't help anybody asking someone to deny their blackness or to deny their passion for the injustices that people of color face in this country every fucking day is just so damn stupid that's just so fucking stupid. And I don't understand what's wrong with Michael Vick. It almost and I, I appreciate Colin for posting that Stockholm syndrome thing because I think it explains a lot. But you would think that if Michael Vick felt like, you know, this was really unfair that I had to change the way I looked and and clean it up for white folks, that he would be kind of on Colin's side about that. Like, yeah, black man, you ain't got to deal he with that bullshit. probably didn't see that as a bad thing. He probably was one of them niggas who was like, at the end of the day, these white people are standing in the way of my money. And this is what helped me get some money back. And so maybe if you want to get some money back, you should do the same thing. Well, no shit. He knows that. He knows that. But he's choosing to do the right thing instead. Right. Whereas for you, it was an economic decision. It was this or take your ass on down to the shop, right? So you made, you know, you made the decision. You You made the best decision for you. And one I would have also made. One I would have also made, but don't turn around and act like everybody else needs to fall in line with your your fucking step and fetch it actions when this man is out here actually doing the work. Save that shit for Kodak Black or some other uh, criminal. Save it for somebody who is just out here being a black ass mess as opposed to someone who is actually doing things to uplift the community. Fuck out of here, Michael Vick. Maybe you should get a loofah and like like brush your tongue. Hey, 21 Saf. (laughs) You know they make water bottles you can carry around with you? You can stay hydrated all day long. I bet you that would change his life. I'm so mad Amber Instagrammed him looking like a petulant child. He really (laughs) looked like a baby ain't no honey mustard for my nuggets like how dare she <laughs> he looked like he was ready to throw a fit alright so next up I guess what you've all been waiting for shall we do the aura so uh, the pied pisser is in trouble once again mm-hmm. because BuzzFeed wrote an article the length of each Harry Potter book combined about R. Kelly um, holding very young women against their will in what is being referred to as a cult. Um, <laughs> every good cult has a name. We'll figure one out later. Yeah. Uh, just to be shady. But 
this was so hard to read. Past the fact that it's really, really long, it's so gross and cringeworthy that I had to take breaks. Like, I had to, like, all right, I'm going to just leave this tab open and I'll come back to that when I can breathe yeah, in. Yeah, I it's had to read it in, like, chunks. It's so like that. sick because it's clear that he knows exactly what he's doing, why he's doing it, you know, and he makes necessary uh steps to make sure that it can be like as under wraps as possible. Yeah. It's really sick that things would even like we said before, nigga, if you got multiple girls mm-hmm. in your rented homes who have parents back wherever they from talking about I want my kid, send my kid home, I'm calling the FBI and whatever local feds and stuff, the the cops and shit. I would just to like to see my you. child. Why wouldn't you, a fifty year old man Say, hey, Maddie, whatever, uh, take your little 20-year-old ass mm-hmm. back home. This ain't worth it. I'm Robert Kelly. I'll just go get me a new bitch. Even if you continue to creep and go get you some little young girls. Right. These kids' parents are good for them. You can't find a little 20-year-old girl who parents don't give a fuck if she with you. Like, what? Lord, it's it, such a mess. It's so disgusting, the mind of someone who you specifically prey on young girls yeah. because of picking them. them out in the concerts get which is so that, that was one. another get part that, that was hard for me because if any if you've ever been to a concert it's nothing for someone to say hey come on up on the stage oh hey I and love people my be fans. so hyped and you get so hyped to get up on stage now just thinking r kelly probably has niggas who look out in the crowd for mm-hmm. these little girls mm-hmm. and tell them to come up on stage and that's the last time they made me and daddy see them what? Yeah, it was really, it's really disturbing. The reporter who wrote it has been, I've recognized his name from other pieces about R. Kelly, but he's based in Chicago and he's been doing this since 2000, I think was the first time he wrote an expo- expose on R. Kelly. So it took him like nine months to do all the reporting on this, which is poss- probably another reason why Yeah, the article it is starts. so long. This but article it, starts um, uh, backstage of the Fantasy Springs Resort Casino in California on May twenty third, twenty fifteen. Yeah. So where this girl when I read that jumped I was on like, stage. Oh, girl, we're gonna be here a while. <sighs> the thing about R. Kelly is like, how much more do you niggas need before we can get him the fuck out of here? Thank you. I know y'all don't give a shit about black women. I, can't I know that believe. y'all show it every day. People are still making excuses for this. But like, even when I tweeted about this story, like maybe now we can finally be done with R. Kelly because it's been going on all of our lives. I remember being a teenager hearing about him marrying Aaliyah and AJ, nothing but a number, just blatantly being there and him calling himself the Pied Piper, a nigga who lures children away from their families (laughs) and keeps them. Like and not, and then the whole sex tape, the the tape with the girl, and I cannot believe this nigga has been calling himself the Pied Piper for this long. All those court documents talking about how he would be up at the at the high schools in Chicago, talking about you know I'll take you to McDonald's, I'll do this and this. Like this has been going on for decades. Probably one of these things said that he was uh, doing a lecture at a school too, which I was like, oh God, why would you hire R. Kelly to come? Talk I think to this kids? was when he was. This was in the nineties though. That uh, may have been mm-hmm. when he was like younger. He was like twenty four, but then 
He was sleeping with one of the students who was 15. See, I just want to know when the rest of the world is going to decide that saving black girls is a priority or like the the wellness and safety of black women should be something that is given a fuck about. Because while we all know that part of the reason why R. Kelly continues to do this is because he's preying on the, the girls, not just black girls, but specifically black girls of like a certain socioeconomic status, maybe Mm -hmm. not necessarily of a certain family background, but of people who are enamored by the R. Kelly star. It's the same shit that like most of these rappers and singers do. He just chooses to do it to babies. All of these, right. And all of these parents are like well you know at first I thought it was gonna be okay because it's R. Kelly and he's really famous and a lyrical genius so what could go wrong and then other parents are like well I just you know I heard about all the stories but I figured you know she would be fine as long as he was always you know one of us the parents was always with her whenever R. Kelly was around I'm like Sis, do you understand that it's not just R. Kelly sleeping with these girls? It's a manipulation, which is bad enough. Yes. That would be bad enough. But you are, first of all, using your star power in a situation where you are creating dominance over someone and using that influence, that recognition, that fame to to make them want to do things they probably would not ordinarily do if you was just regular old R. Kelly who busts his tables down at Applebee's. But you are R. Kelly the star, so that's one thing. But then it's a series of manipulations tactics you take away their phones they're not allowed to call or text their families they get some burner phone i guess that's laying around the compound that they get to keep in touch with people every now and then (sighs) this girl i think she's texted her parents twice in the past seven or eight months once on christmas and once on mother's day Mm -hmm. talking about happy mother's day from me and rob bitch i will come there and split his whole fucking head open what you mean happy mother's day from rob from R. Kelly, the Rob who took you from us and has you living in his house being his fucking sex servant. The Rob that's older than me. The Rob that's older than me. He got you in this house wearing baggy ass goop clothes, turning around facing the wall when other men are in the room because he don't want nobody else to look at y'all. He got y'all in here doing sex sex on each other, sex sex on him. It's other women in here training y'all on how to please him the way he likes it. Like there's so much going on in this story that for people to just be like, oh, well, they're the age of consent. I mean, they're 17, 18 years old. They could do whatever they want to. You're missing the whole fucking point. He is targeting and preying on these girls for who they are. And it is not okay. Not and at real. some point, you niggas have got to let go of step in the name of love or whatever the fuck else and say black girls matter more than this. I, I just know, really. so hard about that. One day. Just please one day say, <laughs> you know what? I loved Trapped in the Closet when it came out. I know you, you didn't. I know you didn't. Else. I you know you did not. another one. Trapped in the Closet is trash. Trapped in the Closet has always been awful. Okay. I loved 12 Play when it came out. Better. Fine. I feel like niggas are unanimous on that. Niggas love 12 Play. We all have probably great memories of hunching or whatever in high school and college and being nasty at parties with R. Kelly playing. I get it. We've all been there. But those memories are not worth supporting someone who is doing these kinds of things with his money and fame. It's not even just like you you streaming R. Kelly's music, you buying R. Kelly's music, that's money going to R. Kelly. You go on his shows, that's money he's using to do this thing to girls. So at what point are we as a society going to say... That's so deep. No more for R. Kelly. Like, it really, like, all of <laughs> all of these girls that he's taking up, and really, you, it's not hard to think about that you're taking a, uh, a 17-year-old 
at best. So gross. You know what I'm saying? A 17 They probably check IDs. Like, make sure she's age of consent. Probably. Age now. of consent. Not even 18. Just now. whatever the age of consent is. Exactly. Right. Now. So... You're t- like you're targeting these girls who probably don't have much of anything, and then on top of that, it's not even like it's not like even like one of these other rap niggas or something who just go get a stripper that just simply wants to be taken care of. He's targeting girls that yeah. want to sing and telling them, "I can do this for you, and I can do that." You for want you. somebody you can manipulate, exactly. Yeah. So I really can fuck your mind up. Not to mention, I'm gonna take you out after this fucking. You know, I'm like, not even gonna, not even gonna pick you up. A car is coming to get you. It's gonna take you to the fucking jet. Get on the shit. You eating fresh strawberries over the fucking ocean. You land in. You Spain. ain't never had no nice shit like that before. Right. Right. You get to the yacht. It's uh, five designer bikinis laid out for you. You pick which one. We're going sailing. We're doing whatever. You've never experienced any of these things and how you see it, you may never have. Mm-hmm. On top, all you gotta do is just take a little piss. <laughs> like, grown women would do that. Kids? Mm-hmm. It's like, it's not surprising to me at all that so many children or so many young girls would be enamored by him. for this, yeah. Or, or, you know, not only... To the point where I'm ready and willing to do this, but also I'm gonna get on TMZ and tell my daddy to back the fuck off and leave me the fuck alone. That's how I know he got mind control over these girls. Y'all releasing videos talking about I am not in the cult. I'm happy. This is this. Nothing's so- wrong. Everything's good. Okay, girl. Okay, so are you in Atlanta? You're in Georgia now, or or where are you? I don't want to talk about that. Oh, okay. So are there there are other girls, or you know, has this? Oh, I don't want to discuss that either. So yeah. everything's hunky dory. Nothing weird is going on. Everything's fine. But you pleading the fifth. He's calling y'all baby, and y'all are calling him daddy, and y'all have to ask for food and ask to go to the bathroom and basically just have to serve you ever asked your mom or daddy to grow piss no that was the one thing i did not have to ask (laughs) for (laughs) my mama was like you don't ever have to ask for water fruit or to go to the bathroom (laughs) everything else you better run that shit by me first (laughs) don't eat none of my chicken don't eat none of my cheese what the fuck did you see the part where the, the girl who used to work with him said that he left one of the girls on a bus uh, oh God! He left one of the girls on a tour bus for three days uh, as a punishment. Oh wow! And said that she didn't do her homework, and the girl said she <sighs> found that strange because the girl had graduated high school that past summer. Homework must have been some nasty sex something, act, right? Yeah, something disgusting. That nigga is fucked up. He is like fucked up and the fact that you're really still here after all of these years of you getting pass after pass after pass, and Lord knows. Niggas, you know, to our fault, honestly, will be loyal to many of our legends, knowing full well that you're guilty. And a lot of times it's because we don't want to see you into the clutches of the white men because they have fucked up so many innocent lives. So we've given niggas like this bitch chance after I haven't because I've always been I've always loved. Yeah, no, after the after the tape came out and I was like, wait a minute. What? What? The whole tape thing, the behavior during the tape made me kind of uncomfortable with R. Kelly and his like I feel like his prime is older than me or like beginning of me yeah so the the my experience with R. Kelly was much more of like super popping in the 90s but I had very limited access to him because my mama didn't play that right I couldn't listen to 12 yeah I couldn't right no I I listened to 12 playing college right because my mama was not I'm not no, there's no CD players in this house and you're not listening to it. I've that. recognized him as a great R&B song writer and singer and stuff Lots like that. Lots of hits. But never looked at, I've never been so attached to R. Kelly that even recognizing him being an icon 
in the music industry, I couldn't be like, oh, girl, gross. Like, let's all think about this. Let's let's be fair. <laughs> like, no, mm-hmm. I saw the whole thing. Everybody knew he did it. He got away with it. Cool. What's for breakfast? So you still try to sit up here and act like we don't know that right. your ass is disgusting, bitch. And you got a right. chance. You still get to go perform at the motherfucking BT Awards wearing spicy, spiky jackets that would kill Sonic the Hedgehog. And the whole crowd going crazy. Because like, you got a catalog and everybody loves these records, but that doesn't give you the right to go around here with this. Ugh, ugh, ugh. Even with the girls being uh, age of consent, like I said, you're talking about gross. people's kids that desperately want them to come home. Why would you want to cut off? You know, that's going to cause between... a new story. These people aren't going to just forget they gave birth to somebody who isn't there anymore. Right. I mean, I was really just talking about like like a moral compass, like being a person. No, I mean, that's absolutely but then you would real. have to assume that he has one. But it just but you're also correct. Like you didn't think that basically keeping these kids away from their families when they're babies mm-hmm. was going to cause attention. Yes, you did, because you've had run ins with people. One of these girls' sisters came mm-hmm. to the studio looking for her. That ended in a police report right. after one year our niggas apparently smacked her, her in the face. What you've been sued over this multiple times. Your fucking lawyer was trying to talk about or somebody was saying Maybe not his lawyer. I think the publicist was talking about like the number of of incidents that they've had to kind of deal with similar to the this. civil suits or just the stuff that didn't even make it there. Something like that. They said numerous. I don't think it was a lawyer though, because his current lawyer was the one at the end talking about respect his life. He's not doing anything and uh, no, blah blah blah. All this other this. shit. I but will not respect this. It just don't make no sense. Like at the end of the day, even you, you know, starting to look like the top of old oatmeal in the face. <laughs> You're still R. Kelly and you're still rich mm-hmm. and you are, you know, you have that. There's no reason why you couldn't just go and get another girl. And if it's going to cause trouble for you, I don't know why you'd be like, you know what? Just go on. This is crazy. I'm going to go find somebody else. But I know now that that type of behavior for these, even the people like, I won't say any other names because I don't want to compare anybody to a child molester that's not molesting kids. But for many of these niggas who we say the same thing all of the time, you could just go and get any other girl. It's not about that. It's about the control. It's mm-hmm. about yes. the mind control. It's about being a failure if these bitches don't stand and you mm-hmm. know get in line and do what you want. It's about that's what you want. Them. Yeah, right. you want that control over them. Exactly, because having any or being able to have any girl you want is boring to these niggas. They want to mm-hmm. be able to get a specific girl and make that girl do whatever the fuck they. want want you know them yeah. to do or whatever it's just it if, it if it wasn't about manipulation and control r kelly would have said girl call your mama go right. home and see your mama exactly if it was some big happy polyamorous family where they all just live and fuck merrily then those girls would have full freedom to take pictures keep their phones keep in touch with their families the the fact that they are being distanced and cut off from the people who love them and would look out for them is a massive red flag that something is fucking wrong. But niggas don't care because they still want to play I Believe I Can Fly and World's Greatest at these kindergarten graduations and niggas still want to two-step at, at weddings and shit. And you can do all that without without supporting R. Kelly. You could. You can find something else. Them kids could sing, I don't know, Whitney Houston, Michael Bolton. I don't know who who's making inspirational songs for the youth these days. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like Chloe we sing some <laughs> I'm saying it's millions of other artists out there. We don't have Tank to throw. Bangers. 
Nick, oh, tanking the bangers is not a bad suggestion, but niggas don't have, we don't have to throw this undying, blind love and loyalty and support behind somebody who has shown us time and time again that he don't give a fuck about our girls. We don't have to do that. Like, my God, if you have a, a young how many, daughter, granddaughter, how many niece, nephew, cousin, that could be her. <sighs> like, what? You, you. R. Kelly himself has a 19 year old daughter. Which. Is so gross. Like, what is... What? That is disgusting. What do I do with that? Oh, my God. That is so nasty. So you're fucking girls your daughter's age? I'm sorry. Every time you look at these girls, you don't think about the fact that they're the same age as your kid? You don't... That just don't occur to you at all? Some of them younger? You're just like, oh, okay. Well, whatever. Just nasty and perverted. I just hope y'all are done with R. Kelly for good. I hope I don't ever have to hear about this again because... The next story is nobody will fuck with R. Kelly and he's sitting at home somewhere by himself to live out the rest of his days alone. Like, but I know that won't be it because the nigga, <laughs> the nigga was caught on tape with a 14, 15 year old girl and still came back and was like, all I have to do is refine the technique and just <laughs> technically not break the law. Just do some really terrible things, but not break the law. So can nobody come after me because these girls want to be here. This is this. Nothing about the mind control, the Debo shit you did to make them want to be there. Nothing about that. Nothing about the fact that they're just not allowed to go home. Why can't they go home? Why can't they, they go, go home at this point. <laughs> right. Well, first of all, they probably don't want to. But had they been allowed to go home back when he was still molding them and making them think, oh, well, you just got to stay with Daddy Kelly and and I'll get your career popping and this, this, this. He's been lying to. They don't want to risk that. He's been lying to people for 50 years. You know what I'm saying? At he's least since the early 90s. Really good at it now. <laughs> plus the money. And mm-hmm. again, you're targeting I girls, I think, because of. You're targeting these girls because of them being naive Mm -hmm. and you're introducing them to a life. You're making sure that you keep it from their parents because you know you're doing some shit that's wrong. Or you haven't done it yet, you're getting there. And so you make sure it's all under wrap. By the time, you know, things get to a place where the parents are calling the feds and shit like that, you've been having the time of your motherfucking life. Getting fucked, you know, eating crab, doing whatever. And besides whatever these little weird, creepy punishments are, a lot of these girls probably genuinely don't feel like there's anything wrong with what's going on because they don't know shit Mm -hmm. they never they never they never got the chance to really know shit and that's why you would never do no type of shit to a grown ass woman you could not even know 26 27 year old girl they'd be like am I really gonna sit in this bus (laughs) this nigga must think he's crazy yeah no you can't manipulate grown women who have life experiences and jobs not all of them not all of them it's not gonna be as easy it's not as easy right you can get a young girl teenage girl to do pretty much anything especially when you're rich and famous and they've been listening to you all their lives and then on top of that they want to sing and they have a dream and r kelly says he'll help you just come here and i'll take care of everything you ain't got to work you can come stay in the house just follow my rules and i'll help you with your career you creepy it is fucking nasty i don't want to know what goes on behind those doors but i'm sure it's some sadistic disgusting shit and i just can we be done with R. Kelly as a culture, as a group? Can we just be, can we just say no more? No more money, no more support at BET. Don't call that nigga for Nan of the awards show. Lady Gaga, I don't know what the fuck you was thinking, but <laughs> no more collabs with the Pied Pisser. And the song was called Do What You Want With, with My, my body. body. 
do what y'all want, what y'all want with my body. Just, and at first I was like, is R. Kelly singing this to a grown woman? But, you know, anything for that white dollar. I don't know. No wonder he's It's just, yes. it's disgusting and terrible. And I just hope that finally we can be done with this whole situation. Because honestly, I'm tired of, of R. Kelly's name still coming up in this context. I'm tired of this whole conversation. It's been going on literally for as long as I can remember this whole conversation about him. So I'm just over it. Well, furthermore, I want to say a quick fuck you to Madame Tussauds for that white woman that they constructed and called Beyonce. She truly looks more like a mix between Khloe Kardashian and Lindsay Lohan. Beyonce, Beyonce, sweetie, I'm so sorry because you have never been built like this in your life. You have never had skin this white. Have you seen this photo? I did. It's not even just like, yeah, Beyonce lives for a good blonde wig and all this, but it's never just solid. Like mama has colors going through it. There's like there's highlights and things. Y'all just put a white woman wig on top of this white. I just don't. It does not look like her. And then you look through all the other wax figures of Beyonce and none of them look like her. And then Kylie Jenner has one and you cannot tell the difference between the two of them. Well, that's because Kylie Jenner is mostly wax. Right. No, and I understand. Like, if you are a sculptor, the surgeon sculpted your face, another sculptor sculpted your face. You know, it's like you following a blueprint. You know, it's kind of like connected the dots. I understand. But a lot of those wax figures look like those people. And just for some reason with Beyonce, y'all continue to fuck it it up. I don't get it. It feels deliberate. This is not an honor. This is not some nice thing y'all did for the queen. Like, this is actually disrespectful to Beyonce. I hate it. Like, I hate it a lot. It doesn't fuck. This is Khloe Kardashian. This is not Beyonce. Who the fuck is this white woman? No. Khloe Kardashian could never. Well, no, she, right. Whoever that white woman is. But that's who this is supposed to be. It has to be. That cannot be. It doesn't even, the face does not look like Beyonce. Everything else could be wrong. That just is not her face. And I don't, that's the whole point of this wax museum is, wow, you know, these look just like my favorite celebrities. But if you walked up on this Beyonce, you would have to be like, Beyonce whom? Like, this is not Giselle Knowles Carter. So fuck you, Madame Tussauds, for that garbage ass um, wax figurine of the queen. Please do fucking better. Also, fuck you, Madonna, for calling Whitney Houston mediocre back in the 90s. Now, listen, my girl Whitney may not have ever been one, you know, for a choreographed routine. And certainly not one for the big, you know, bedazzled shows. You know, she was never going to be like fireworks everywhere and pyrotechnics and all that shit. But one thing Whitney Houston always did and can still do is sing your ugly... I almost said something. No, I almost said something so ungodly. Okay. <laughs> but the one thing Whitney Houston can do is sing you under the ground, even today. And you could take that as the shade that it is. Bitch, I don't know what the fuck you was thinking back in the 90s. I don't know how high you were. But she wrote some letter that I guess is being auctioned off. And another one from, she blocked the sale of the one Tupac wrote, talking mm-hmm. about why he broke up with her. Yeah. But this one is like, I guess she was talking about, Whitney and Sharon Stone saying how she's always getting compared to them and it's not fair because she's so innovative and creative and brand new and Whitney and Sharon are mediocre. Now, there's a lot of words. There's a lot of words that could be used for that. But I don't understand how even maybe in the 90s at the height of, you know, pop divas hating on each other, how you could look at Whitney Houston's talent and what she had done even up to that point and feel anything other than you go, girl, like... Congrats to you, sis. Like, you and Whitney were not even in the same lanes. Once again, Whitney was a vocalist. You were a white girl 
playing around with dildos and shit, talking about sex, taking nasty pictures, stealing stuff from the trans kids and the LGBT kids in New York City and and remaking it. You introduced white people to voguing and made them think that you came up with that and all that. But I wouldn't call anything about you were certainly groundbreaking, but innovative and creative are probably not words I would have used for you. Maybe back then when I was impressed by, you know, white people doing something that we had never seen white people do before, but certainly not today. And so reading those words and feeling the way I feel about Whitney Houston and knowing that Whitney Houston had a voice so out of this world that I will probably never hear anything that sweet and clear again for you to call anything about that mediocre I don't care if it was 20, 30 years ago. I know Sharon Stone posted an Instagram talking about, oh, don't be mad. It's just, you know, this, this, this. And I know you didn't really mean it, girl. And, and we can still I be friends. Mad. But I just knew that Madonna was really mad. <laughs> I could tell you were pressed. Super mad. I could tell then. you were so, so mad. But none of that changes the fact that Whitney Houston has always had more talent in her pinky. And not even just the pinky finger, but the pinky finger nail. There's more in that one little tiny bit of cells All than them, you've ever had. Some big bowls she used to wear in her head and shit used to have more time. In one drop in of the sweat that used to drip off Nippy's face every time she hit us with a high note. Bitch, please, you could actually never be on Whitney Donna Houston's like level. A, like a war siren underwater. Not ever in your whole fucking life. And I was going to cuss out Tokyo Tony for that transphobic That's shit. That's fine, I'll do it. Oh, okay. So, well, tokens, sure. I was planning on it anyway. But amen. So, uh, here, uh, Toke, I just wanted to say really quickly, uh, this uh, just a Toke. reminder, uh, nobody cares about you. Nobody cares about you. Um, no one cares about you. We barely have fucks for your child and her baby father. Um, or Caitlyn. Now, fuck Caitlyn. Like, fuck Caitlyn. But at the same time, you ain't going to get your black ass on the internet mm-hmm. and think that you're going to address her with a whole bunch of transphobic bullshit, misgender her, use homophobic slurs, and we're just going to be like, yeah, you, because we hate Caitlyn, and this is one step further to the Tokyo Tony show. Like, girl, <laughs> if you don't get your old ass off the goddamn gramsis, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you even involving yourself in what Caitlyn said about Rob being stupid? Rob is stupid. Rob is stupid. And that ain't got nothing to do with you. And not even your child. And not even your motherfucking child. (laughs) You got biological kids you ignored. In your good or in your child's good graces. Your daughter is in the system right now with the court. Say it. Talking about how much money she gonna get out of this nigga. Is she gonna get money out of this nigga? Restraining orders, no restraining orders. Talking about all this type of stuff. Here you come on, making it even more complicated for her. When you aren't involved, the only reason anybody knows anything about you is because you are Black China's mama. Right. And from what I've heard, she didn't even really speak to you a lot during what uh, whatever was going on with, with uh, her and Rob. So... Why then, would Rob turn to Caitlyn for emotional support during They don't that time? even speak to right, her no more. Right. So her coming on there and saying that Rob was dumb was just like I don't even know what 
who even paid any attention to that? Like, the only reason I even heard about it is because Tokyo Tony decided that she wanted to get yeah. on Instagram and call her a ham and say it's a, that's a nigga with a little balls and um, using the old name and all that. Yeah. yeah, and calling her Bruce and all this other dumb shit. Like, you spent more of the video using all of these slurs and saying all this horrible shit than actually getting to your point. Right. That I guess was supposed to be <laughs> that uh, Caitlyn was downing Rob rather than showing him love and that's what's wrong with the world today. What? This nigga put your daughter's pussy on the internet. <laughs> what are you talking about, psycho? And Black China has, you know, a clear case. Why don't you log the fuck off and let them nice overpaid white people handle this in court? This is what really gagged me. Because after that video, <laughs> she gets she posts another one. Mind you, I don't know anything about her Instagram. I don't know what it is or nothing. I saw these on, on Instagram blogs. She posts another video after that talking about all these people coming to her comments on her page need to get on and go somewhere and lists all of these things that they could be doing. Talking about, I know you ain't got life insurance. You clean your kid's bed. Did you do this? Did you clean out the refrigerator? Did you do that? Blah, blah, blah. Right. As (laughs) if to say that you bitches ain't got your shit together. There's so much more that you could learn than coming on my page with that fuck shit. Tokyo Tony, madam, sweetheart, girl. girl, you got on. That same wig that ain't been brushed since Jagged Edge was talking about, baby, I promise these things to you. Like, you haven't touched it. Girl, Dream did your brows. And you got this same motherfucking third wave lunch piercing in your face still, girl. Talking about, oh, you keep that shit to the blogs. No, you keep your shit to the blogs. That's where you want to be. Yeah. You're doing all of this shit to get posted and posted and posted and posted again some more so you can go ahead and get a little hype and a little fame, which is why your name is Tokyo Tony now. Like, you do, you run numbers for somebody. Like, <laughs> I'm tired. Yeah. Take that piercing out. Go somewhere, sit down and mind your business and let the actual celebrities, if you want to call them that, do whatever it is that they do for the shade room. Your, your era is done. Your time is done. Have a tea. Have a chamomile. Because nothing about while you telling everybody else to get their shit together and what we should be doing. Nothing about your appearance, mm-hmm. your demeanor, your behavior is indicative of you having your shit together. You can't even spell. You don't use, you don't even use punctuation marks. <laughs> you bitches can't even spell together. <laughs> oh, oh I, only commas I care about is a check ass bitch. Like, what is Tokyo Tony gonna teach me? It's fuck Caitlyn forever. Life. And after. But we will at least be calling her Caitlyn. Because I don't have to be a dick. I don't to have to be a dick you. to hate you. You right. you you make that so easy. <laughs> I don't have to shit on my morals Mm-mm. to also dislike right. you and publicly say mm-hmm. that I don't dislike you. It's ignorant ass birds like this one right. who feel like that's what they have to do to get their point across. A point that you didn't even need to make because you talk about two white people who ain't even related to you, who are mad at each other for things that ain't got nothing to do with you. <laughs> talking about some shit that also ain't got nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. Get rid of your account. We don't care. Toke. Thanks. And all the while, there are three million other reasons, valid, great reasons to hate Caitlyn and Rob. But you just refuse to pick one that isn't transphobic or homophobic. So 
many it's reasons. It's so easy. You can literally just Google Clay- Caitlyn Jenner and whatever the last three headlines are. I'm sure she said something dumb and you could drag her for that. But you all hood booger ass bitch and you don't think things through like that. You just want to get on the internet and be mad and just say whatever ignorant shit you had to say. And I'm just... No, girl. Caitlyn's a we bitch. We used to go shopping together. We used to do this. We used to do such and such and such. So you know, I know. Okay, so is is it that she's not doing those things with you anymore? And you're mad? You ain't seen a Philippe plate in a minute? Right. Just, what, right. <laughs> Caitlyn used to sponsor these trips. And now you don't get to go home. I'm having a hard time picturing Caitlyn and Tokyo Tony kicking Never. it. <laughs> At best, they left a family thing somewhere together. And Tokyo, nobody wanted to ride with Tokyo Tony. So they said, bitch, get in the car get with in the car Caitlyn. <laughs> and they went through the Wendy's drive through before they got back to the fucking house or back to her house because nobody was taking her to Calabasas. <laughs> and now they had a relationship. Girl, stop. Like, mm-hmm. go away. Brush your wig. Do something constructive while you're talking about what we are doing. You're literally on the internet gossiping, but you're talking about what everybody else should be doing with their time. Weirdo. You don't have a life anyone wants to emulate or copy, so. Not even close. Go right on ahead and fuck yourself, girl. <laughs> That's pretty much it for me. All right. I think I unloaded everything. Yeah, I no, I think I'm, I had like tabs open and I think I'm done. So that wraps up this week's episode of The Read. <sighs> Make goodness. sure you check out our website, thisistheread.com. Follow us on social at This Is The Read. Kafiri, any news this week? Can we do the impossible and get to three hours for the first three, time? Three? Well, who knows how long this is, I really? Mean, I don't know. Honestly, we'll find out afraid. once Dwayne pieces it all together but um i don't have any news for this week i am still looking for a choreographer like i said i'm i I mean it's not for the purpose of working out i just really like to dance dance. so yeah if you have a suggestion (laughs) right if you have a suggestion you can always like send me some videos of your stuff so i can see your Passion, your stuff. Your, your stuff. So I can see your stuff move. I mean, that too. Maybe. <laughs> Whatever. Um, but yeah, that's just something I'm I'm working on, I guess. Mm, okay. Nothing well, work speaking of Issa, thank you again, Issa Ray, for coming through. Don't forget to check out Insecure July 23rd. And of course, me and Friends Recap Podcast Insecurity um, launching that same week. We are so excited to come back and recap every episode in full detail and tell all of our business on insecurity. So um, make sure you subscribe, rate, and review. Check that out. Um, do we have an acronym this week? Um, this week's acronym is going to be WW. Okay. What would? W. TN. WWWTN. Yeah, I love this one. Okay, hold on just a second. It just loves it sounds great. It does. WWTN. WWW No, just give me a second. What, is it what would? Is that the first two W's? No. Damn. Worldwide. Shout out to woman. Ava DuVernay for this a, re- a Wrinkle in Time. Oh my, I cannot believe we didn't talk about that A Wrinkle in Time trailer. It Jesus. Looks- like cocaine. I cannot wait to see this. Day one, I'm going. Oh, man. And that's not coming out till 2008. Maybe the same time as your Kingdom of Hearts will come out. But I'm just... What's wrong with these niggas? Damn. I was never going to get it. I thought it was about Game of Thrones. Usher, Tokyo, 
R. Kelly, Kevin Hart is apparently sleeping with some woman or cheating. I watched this little clip. It looks like he was talking to two people in that car. I don't know. I'm going to go home and get the full tea, and I guess we'll talk about it again next week. But if he's sleeping with a white girl while his uh, mixed Asian girl is pregnant. Is pregnant? I know Tori Hart is the one. She is at home with her neck all the way back like a Pez dispenser, <laughs> laughing. Cackling. So loud. Carmen's a bitch, ain't a girl eating her halo top. I'm not mad, sis. Well, that's about it for this week. Woo! Have a great one. Be safe. We'll see you next. Bye, guys. 